0: What it is? How's it going everybody? Today we're going to be talking about Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse. We're going to talk about all the things. We're going to talk about all the different Spider-Men and Spider-Women and Spider-People, sometimes Spider-Animals, you never know. You know, we're going to talk about, you know, talking back to your mama and how that's going to get you to an early grave. And I'll of course, talk about, you know, the heritage, the respect of being the Black Spider-Man and Latino Spider-Man, Latinx Spider-Man, whatever you want to call them. we're going to talk about all the things, so if you want to hear what we have to say, sit back, relax, grab a snack, grab a beverage, and listen on in to the first ones to die.
1: hello everyone welcome to the first ones to die podcast my name is jonathan we are back at it again for another week another review another movie but first i'm here with alex and jerome how are you guys doing today alex how you doing
2: i'm good i just keep saying i'm like i look tired I look so tired man um i'm good i've been uh doing pride stuff which has been fun i went to little pride fest uh during uh just earlier today which was amazing i got to see uh selena drag uh impersonation which was the first time ever and it was really exciting to see and she sang beautifully so that was a lot of fun um been a little weird at work I can finally say because everything's been out at work now. All our surgeons are leaving. Is that why now- there's an
0: ambulance going by? That's them leaving mm-hmm. one last time.
2: It's just they're <laughs> just like we're just going to take the bus and we're going to go all together. So that's been interesting dealing with at work, but uh, yeah, we'll survive. It's what what people do. What people yes, have to do. Yes, you'll
0: survive. The people that were that signed up, signed up for surgery won't though. They're 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 doomed. Um,
2: oh yeah, no, that's it's pretty, a, that's been. It first of all, it's orthopedic, It's a plastic for death.
1: Right, I thought it was no. like a plastic, surgery, <laughs> like plastic surgery. Right.
2: I left plastic surgery four months ago. Okay. See, oh, did you forget something, Jonathan? <laughs> I
0: don't know why this war has started of you me to prove neither. That you don't remember
1: you remember things more than Cuz he Jonathan doesn't does. admit
2: that he doesn't re- No, cuz he doesn't admit that he forgets stuff.
1: Okay, uh, when is my birthday? That's not fair. No
2: wait. <laughs> <laughs> it's May 13th? <laughs> May 13th.
1: You got Look, lucky.
2: That right. <laughs> oh. Thank you, Chatter. <laughs> At least I didn't have to. You didn't have to tell me it was your birthday. I remember that. The,
1: oh, uh-huh. my gosh. Mm-hmm. I thought we had moved on from that. <laughs> See, this yeah. is what happens. I,
2: what, I have literally told you guys every single day almost how petty I am, how petty I am <laughs> going to be, how the last thing in life I'm going to do is something petty. Why are you surprised? Right. Thank you. But anyway, uh, it's been and good. And you also had the uh, calendar
1: up. That's how you knew.
2: <laughs> I did not. Nice try, though. I do not. No calendars are up. I just remember I was like, somebody's birthday's on the 13th. There's like three people in my life whose birthdays are in May. And I know you're not the 27th because that's my father's. So you had to be one of the other two. And I really did get lucky there. But also, uh, on Sunday, I get to walk in the Pride Parade. So if you guys are at, well, this, by the time this comes out, it'll have passed. So, um, be on the lookout on Instagram, though. I'll post some pictures, show you what's going on. I'm walking with Optum. Hi, Cheddar. And, um, it's going to be exciting to see. Can I help you? Thank you. But I'm super excited to do that. Christian's going to walk with me. Unfortunately, Yasi has to work, so it'll just be me and her. But I did that a couple years ago with Seattle children, so I'm super excited to do it now, too. That's my exciting news. Uh, what's going on with you guys? What's going on, Jonathan? You uh, remember. See? What you... <laughs> no, no. It's just
1: being it confused. is literally my job as an actor to remember pages and pages of script. Look, I got this right here.
2: Are you telling us you have it, a new player or show?
1: No, this That's is a monologue cool. for an audition. <laughs> but um, <laughs> anyway... Uh, hmm, let me try to remember what I did. Uh, so anyways, I, this morning I went to uh, Boba with a friend. Uh, this week has been kind of like, meh. It's been kind of like standard. Uh, yeah, did a lot of work. Went to work six days this week, uh, but two of those were half days, which was nice. Um, and just saw... Across the Spider-Verse, like literally an hour and a half ago. Just came out of that an hour and a half ago. So uh, it is very fresh on my mind.
2: Good. What about you, Jerome?
1: Oh, uh, I don't have much to say.
0: Uh, (laughs) I watched um, uh, The Idol once again. Once again, I forgot the new episode was out until Thursday because the show's not that memorable. And. (laughs) This, episode, this week's episode is no different. Um, I mean, granted, it's, it's start. I think now the show's finally starting to get into its premise a little bit more. Which is weird to say because it's the third episode out of six. <laughs> you wouldn't think halfway through. We're just out getting to the interesting stuff. Um, but, uh, you know, who knows? I, I still am not like, really that invested. I'm only watching it just to be like... Just like when it when is it when is the cool stuff gonna happen? When is like the really, really strong writing gonna come in? And it's not seeming like it's there yet. Um there are some fun character moments. Uh and I think uh Abel Tesfe, or or the weekend rather. Um doing alright. I, I think like, I think what makes it weird is that it's it, it's it's showing his weaknesses as an actor, that he's not very like like before, it seemed like there was more to the character. But now that we've gotten more time with him, like he's he's not really delivering the lines in a way that seems like they're not... Uh, I, I, they seem flat. That's the best way to describe it. Like in some of his lines seem a little more flat than they should for the character he's trying to portray. Um, but, you know, who knows? Maybe we might get something real different as we go forward. Um,
2: wasn't he in something else the weekend where I feel like I remember his acting ability actually being
0: the most he's been in is SNL. As far as I know, as far as like acting wise, but I don't think he's done like a TV show, especially not one like this, where it's like a drama. Um, and then the only other movie I remember from is uncut gems where he plays himself. So, (laughs) um, Mm. so I, I, I don't know, you know. But I mean, it's not that he's doing a terrible job. It's just you can tell he's like the not character. A, yeah, you can tell he's not. A, he's not an actor, um, but he's trying his best. He really is trying his best. Um,
2: could it be more the writing? Because it it sounds like it's maybe not even the weekend. It's more the. It could the be the writing. writing
0: that could be it, um, it, it or because the direction. I've, I've looked up to, some stuff
2: about it about the idol. It doesn't sound. Like, you're the only one who's having a disconnection from it.
0: It could be the direction. It could be the writing. Like, uh, Sam Levinson, like, he, like he's he's very hit. He's hit or miss right now. I don't know what happened. He did Euphoria season one, and that was a great season of television. And then after that, maybe the fame got to him, where now he's just like, nah, everything I do is gold. But it's like,
2: not, nah, not. Nah,
0: like, you know, gold cover and like gold foil cover chocolate, maybe, but not gold, gold. Because <laughs> uh, I don't know, man, I'm not I'm not feeling the show. Just not feeling it. And uh, it's it's and I and yeah, and I know I'm not the only one. I know there's a lot of people that are not feeling idle, But um, I feel bad for HBO, because I know that this is for them. This is going to be like their new sunday slot because then the primetime slot it's on sundays
1: well i heard it's still like the most talked about show
0: it probably so is that's
1: doing something
0: i mean it's very i mean it's hard not to talk all about it every episode publicity. something shocking happens that's for sure <laughs>
1: but that's just it I'm that's just all it has shock value sorry i'm just still considering dropping it because every time i watch it it says my device overheats. Which... It keeps burning <laughs> up your Roku. <laughs> yeah, so
2: I just keep finding other things to watch. Yeah, fair. But I'll think. Of, I'll think about it. For some reason, I was stoned. Uh, I watched like two seasons worth of whose lines it is is it anyway? <laughs> That show was funnier than I remember it, but again, I was high, so I don't remember if it was actually funny, or you know, the weed helped.
0: But um, also started the Bear season two. Talk about show that's been making me feel better. Just like I've like I'm enjoying the Bear season two. I'm only in three episodes in so far, but the whole season's out, so you can watch the whole thing start to finish um but i'm just slowly working my way through it because i'm like i got the time i'm not gonna rush through this i'm gonna enjoy these episodes <laughs> um and it's great it like it feels like the bear all over again um i like i like the characters still i still le- i like where the plot's going so more of the bear is fantastic and uh started secret invasion They've, they're releasing it one episode at a time so we'll see how that goes because uh, so far with the Marvel shows, the one episode at a time format hasn't really been working for them. <laughs> uh, depending on the show, mind you. Because WandaVision that was perfect because WandaVision was like a sitcom type uh, setup. It worked for style. that, right? Yeah. It worked for that like once a week thing. I don't know if Secret Invasion, like, and ever since then, none of them have really worked for that. So, I don't know if Secret Invasion will work for that either. But we'll see. You know, it could, uh, I could always be wrong. Um,
2: I think with Marvel shows, they're making it into like these movies that they just cut up into shows. And that's why sometimes it doesn't feel like it doesn't work always because it just feels like, well, it doesn't feel like the episode actually ended. Now it's well, just they, like, they I make feel like it... it's intermission compared to like Wanda where like it followed the, followed the uh, like theme of like actual sitcom shows that had a Mm -hmm. conclusion at the end of the episodes. So you're like, okay, this was a, this was a straight show right here.
0: They, they, they write the shows to be binged for sure, but then they release them episodically. And it's like, but if you're writing them to be binged, it feels like I should be able to just jump to the next episode. Instead. You're making me wait a week and I'm losing interest. (laughs) So I don't know. We'll see, but granted, uh, what I can say about the first episode, of Secret Invasion, it seems all right. Um, I'm interested in where it goes from here. Definitely some like shocking moments. It's cool to see a show that gets to focus on Nick Fury a little bit because he's always a supporting character. He's never the main character. Even in the Avengers, he's like a supporting character. He's never like in uh, like the main star. So for him to be the main star of this series is like cool. We maybe get to learn some stuff about Nick Fury um and uh also it's uh like already the show has made me start asking some questions because there's a character in this show that um you find out some things about and you're like oh man i want to know more about what's going on with that <laughs> I, i'm being very vague because i want to spoil what i'm talking about for anyone who wants to watch secret invasion but um yeah i got questions man and that's what secret invasion should do it should make you have questions of like who can you trust? who's been truthful and who's been lying this whole time, like that sort of thing. And so I'm, I'm liking that they're already going into those themes because that's what the book dealt with. So it's cool to see that that's what the the show's going to start dealing with those. So I hope to see more of that as the show continues. Um, so, yeah, that's been my week, just watching a lot of TV. I
2: feel that. Nice. I also feel very hot right now sorry viewing audience you're gonna see me put ice packs to my head a little bit <laughs> very warm because weather in seattle has been like non-consistent we've had like winter for the last week and then all of a sudden just today this afternoon it's summertime again
0: well you know it's gotta it's gotta I mean, be uh they were like pride needs
1: sun you need sun for pride <laughs> It's been I this. Even, it, so it's been similar, just, similar in LA. It's it's like we just started getting sun, like this these last few days, and that shouldn't be the case in LA. Why did why did I move here? Like I could have stayed in Seattle, but
0: um, <laughs> listen, you wouldn't have got to meet Danny Trejo us. if you stayed in Seattle. All right,
2: that oh, was that was a, that was a, that was a so great bad. moment. <laughs> <laughs> that was, I'm so upset with you because of that. <laughs> Not in like an angry I mean, yeah, way, yeah. just like, I want to meet him, yeah. There
1: you go. He was, he was very nice. And I got to escort him uh, uh, to the line <laughs> and everybody was cheering for him. Um, but you know who else is cheering for something? Us, for Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Well, I don't know I'm if we're say all that cheering was weak. because- That we- was
2: weak for you. That was weak for you. You could do better. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Matter of fact,
0: I have, uh, hold on, hold on. I I had just, I spent uh, like, it was a very uh, poor financial decision, but I don't care, I made it anyway. I finally got a PS5. And uh, (laughs) Nice. And uh, upon doing it, I knew immediately what I was gonna buy. Spider-Man Miles Morales. Had to get it. <laughs> Ooh, Not just for the review, nice. but also just because the game is awesome. I love Spider Man PS4 where he from plays Peter Parker. No, it's from GameStop. Mm-mm, no. Um, Bought a pre owned I saw the yes, red GameStop, circle. I thought it, GameStop I thought it was. GameStop's still around. Started. As long as they are selling pre used games, <laughs> like GameStop will survive forever. Look at Miles Rouse. Look at Fair him. Enough.
1: Looking all handsome. <laughs> and. Wow, he looks completely different in this than he does in uh, across the Spider Verse. This is after
2: yeah. across the universe. This is he's like grown now. He's had his actually no in this.
0: He's still a teenager. It's just that they. Oh, then no, why are his... they got
2: him looking like that? <laughs> well,
0: it's like it's just to make him look more serious. Really, in the in the uh, game, he uh, definitely is still a child. Down to even the voice, because you got Shamik Moore playing Miles Morales in this movie, but in the game. He sounds like this, because I'm a kid in high school. Like that's his voice the entire time, and I was like, I'm sorry, I'm annoyed. I I need Shamik more to come in here, and it's and I feel bad because this was the he's the same voice actor from Spider Man PS4 that came out like a year prior, so it's not like it's new or anything. Because Miles is in that game too. Uh, it's before he gets the spider powers, and I feel bad because I was like, yeah, he he's good in that game, but it's because he's a supporting character in that game. This game, he's the main character. And I was like, I'm sorry. I don't like your voice. <laughs> your voice is you know, annoying.
2: You know, it's so funny because me and Lauren were kind of talking about something like that where like we see people playing their actual ages sometime and we'll just look at them and be like, you're too young. You're still a baby. And it's like that voice might be the actual voice of uh, Miles who's supposed to be like 15, 14.
0: Yeah. He's like 15. Well, he's 15 yeah, in that game. I think in this movie, he's supposed to be like 16 maybe
2: yeah because it's already been a couple years later but yeah it's that whole like i'm hearing your voice of a child because you actually are a child and you're representing that age but i'm so used to hearing like this grown man's voice in this movie it feels like weird now it's like no no sweetie you're too young it's like actually no you're in the perfect age <laughs> but in my head you're like no you're too young <laughs> You're just a baby.
0: But yeah, I just wanted to mention that. uh, If you haven't played Spider-Man Miles Morales, which you don't need a PS5 to play, there is a PS4 version too, but it just looks really good on the PS5. It looks so, so beautiful, pristine, clear. You can swing through the city doing stuff. And he's going to, I just wanted to play it before Spider-Man 2 comes out for the PS5 uh, later this year, where you get to play as both Spider-Man, well, both Spider-Man, but she gets to play as both Miles Morales and Peter Parker. It does get confusing that they're both called Spider-Man, though. (laughs) They're
2: all Spider-Man.
0: Well, it just, it only gets confusing when they're in the same universe. When they're in separate universes, it's like, okay, Miles Morales is Spider-Man in that universe. Peter Parker is Spider-Man in this universe. When they're in the same universe together, it's like, hey, Spider-Man, yes, no, no. That's (laughs) Spider-Man.
1: It should be Spider Man W and Spider Man B slash L. Well, it's and you just, know what that stands for?
0: Yeah, I, I think <laughs> it's just because even in the uh, even in the um, main comics right now, they have there's that confusion because literally you can pick up Spider Man or you could pick up Spider Man both because the, they don't differentiate on the titles of Miles Morales Spider Man. It's just Spider Man.
2: So I'm like. This is confusing. <laughs> you should put the Spider-Man and Spider-Man.
1: No. The Spider-Man. Suicide Squad.
0: <laughs> well, to be fair, it's always it's been, been called the Suicide Squad. Tonight. The movie was the first one to decide to just call it Suicide Squad. It's always been the Suicide Squad when you pick up the comic.
2: DC Man just keeps making <laughs> bad choices.
0: What do you mean? The Suicide Squad comic's fine.
2: No, DC, like, the movie universe. That's
0: Warner Brothers. Like, DC Comics makes comic books. Warner Brothers makes movies that are based off DC comic books.
2: Fine. Warner Brothers, man. They keep making (laughs) bad decisions, and I'm getting tired. (laughs) Getting real tired of their shit. But Marvel seems to be on their game, or whoever owns Marvel, Disney... Kind yes. of.
0: they've been slipping as of late. <laughs> as
2: of late. I don't know. Can we going into our first thoughts? This one This was is made a really by Sony. Movie.
0: Marvel just gets to just, just to put their name on it. It's Sony Animation made this movie. <laughs> Gotta give them the props. And,
1: yes. And in this Sony animation story, Miles Morales returns for the next chapter. <laughs> Of the Oscar winning Spider Verse saga, an epic adventure that will transport Brooklyn's full time friendly neighborhood. Where's the log line? Why is it? <laughs> friendly neighborhood. Here, Spider-Man I got you. Across- I got you. I got you. Miles Rallis catapults across the
0: multiverse, where he encounters a team of spider people charged with protecting its very existence. When the heroes clash on how to handle a new threat, Miles must redefine what, what it I read. means to be a hero
1: that is not what you read you were talking about oscar winning <laughs> spider first movie and all that other stuff it's about, it's about as long <laughs> i was just reading too much i was like where is the log line but anyways are you using imdb or wikipedia stuff? no imdb it was just in the storyline section of it rather than oh okay. down no down you there. gotta just go off of what's
0: on um, the front page you gotta use the front page that's where the log lines always are
1: uh, but this star is Shamik Moore, Haley Steinfeld, Brian Tyree Henry, Luna Lauren Velez, Jake Johnson, Oscar Isaac, Jason Schwartzman, Issa Rae, Daniel Kaluuya, and many more people. A lot of people, actually. A lot more than I yes. thought when
0: I, before I looked yeah. at this cast
2: list. In Why fact, did you he- see... Like all the Spider-Mans, the whole thing, the one thing I thought throughout this entire movie was one, I love, I love the design and everything, but did you guys ever watch, uh, Kimmy Schmidt Unbreakable? Oh, the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Um, yeah. The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. There was no, I think it was in season two, Titus, uh, her roommate, who's a terrible actor. He's very dramatic. He's very like over the top and not necessary, but you love him. He's great. Uh, He tries out for a play called Too Many Spider-Mans. And they have like 50 Spider-Men on stage, which is basically what this movie was. He's like, look, there's another Spider-Man and another one. And then I'm going to take out all these Spider-Men and be the only Spider-Man. This is the vibe I kept getting from that movie at at certain points. I'm like, there are too many Spider-Men. <laughs> Spider-man or spider Man's?
0: Too many cooks. The spider people. And spi- well, spider spider people. Cuz there's also spider animals.
1: <laughs> that's true.
2: <laughs> well, would it wouldn't be just spiders cuz he's spider pig. Yeah, spider- but spider.
0: Well, first of all, persona? spider pig is a spider. Spider pig's origin is that it's a spider that got bitten by a radioactive pig and got turned into oh, spider pig. right.
2: <laughs> I forgot that. So spider <laughs> beings
0: spiders just spiders okay <laughs> Don't don't hurt your brain it's just there's too
2: many spiders <laughs> There's too many spiders yeah that's what this movie every every time another spider was introduced I was like there are too many spiders
0: I had a great time. I loved it.
1: Jerome, de- 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 <laughs> well, uh, let it lead us to it. What are your initial thoughts? This movie's awesome. Basically, for those who, who this don't know, fantastic. we go into our initial thoughts, and then we'll do a spoiler section. We'll warn you when we go into spoilers, but right now.
0: Yeah, we thoughts. will definitely warn you for this movie, because I know a lot of people are trying to avoid spoilers for this film, even still, by the time this comes out. So we'll, we'll give you a fair warning. Um, this movie is fantastic. This movie is great. Uh, I love it. I think it's, uh, I don't think it's better than the first one, but that's hard to gauge because this is the one spoiler thing I will give you, audience, because this is a first part of a two part story.
1: So it's kind of hard to gauge. I like how we said no spoilers and then immediately. <laughs> that's the only sense. one I'll give them spoiler. because,
0: <laughs> a, well, because originally a lot of people already kind of knew that because originally this was supposed to be called. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse part one. part one. Part One was in the title. Then they changed it to Across the Spider-Verse because I guess they decided that the second one was going to be called Beyond the Spider-Verse, which is the title of the second one. So, um, so they took the Part One label off, but it still is Part One. It, like this is this is a it's a you know to
1: be continued story. Um, which I have to mention, what is up with the Spider-Man franchise? and just changing one word of the movie title in the sequels. Like Spider-Man, Far From Home, No Way Home. What's the other one? Homecoming. Homecoming. Like-
2: oh, They're just trying to keep it sequential.
1: But know. then it can, then it confuses in my mind. Like I, I get the Spider-Man's movies mixed up because it's like, oh, was this No Way Home or Far Away, Far From Home?
0: I think this Marvel did that because they wanted to differentiate between, cause even Sony Spider-Man didn't do that. Like there's Spider-Man, then Spider-Man 2, Spider-Man 3, then they, they then when they rebooted and it's Sony doing it, they did Amazing Spider-Man, then Amazing Spider-Man 2, you know what I mean? Like they changed the title and I think Marvel wanted to differentiate and they couldn't use Amazing Spider-Man, they couldn't use Spider-Man. <laughs> For like sequels and stuff, so they made their own, which was Spider-Man: Homecoming, Spider-Man: Far From Home, yada yada yada.
2: Yeah, but Marvel already does that whole second title thing.
1: No, not really. Anyway, very seldom. Thor:
2: Ragnarok, Thor.
1: Yeah, but Thor before Love and it, Thunder, Thor,
2: Thor is probably Doctor like,
1: Strange, Multiverse of Madness. That's true. actually, Captain no. America, Captain
2: America: Winter <laughs> <laughs> Soldier, no, no, Civil War. I, I see what you mean. There is a lot
0: of <laughs> there is a lot of subtitles in the Marvel universe all right yeah. i stand corrected but um, <laughs> but it's like spider-man every they've always they've been doing black that panther for wakanda forever sorry it should have just been black panther 2 to be kind honest but <laughs> but anyway there's like so spider-man's been doing that for a while but regardless um like of this like so that's my only reason saying like i think the first one's better but that's only because it's a complete story i feel like it like um stays in that pocket very well this one is uh but this one's great too I love all of the characters I love the um the acting on everybody's part like all the voice actors are great um in this movie I think the um uh what is I gonna say the animation is awesome in this I think there's a lot of you know great style changes in every single one of the Spider-Men and it's very consistent. Like, at no point do they get lazy and they're like, look, we're out of ideas, I don't know, this universe just looks like somebody else's universe, whatever. It's like, no, they keep changing it up every time we go to a new universe. They worked hard. Now, granted, uh, I did hear yesterday a news story that apparently a lot of animators quit (laughs) after working on this project because of the conditions were so bad trying to get this movie done. the as conditions as, what is that as far mean? as the crunch time to get it finished probably in time. overworked no yeah, overtime they were very overworked to make this happen so um, I, and i and although i believe that both movies were made at the same time so i don't think we're going to see like a lacking version of the next movie but i feel bad that that is the experience they had making this movie because it's beautiful this movie looks incredible um and it looks really good And so they should be proud of their work, but I feel bad that it took them being in such terrible conditions to make it. The PTSD. Yeah. Um, But uh, that being said, like, yeah, I love that. I love the music. Metro Boomin doing the soundtrack. Fantastic job doing the soundtrack for this movie. I love all of the music in this movie. There's no song as catchy as Sunflower, though, or What's Up, Danger, but I still dig the soundtrack. I've been listening to it. I love the song uh, "Self Love" with Coy Ray That's uh, plays for Gwen Stacy in the beginning of this movie. Love that song. Um, uh, the only my only major criticism uh, is the pacing is off in this movie. And it's because we spent we spent a lot of time doing a lot of setup. Um. Hell, Gwen Stacy's section in the beginning of this movie is very long. It takes a while to get through before we get to the main character of the movie. <laughs> and so it just, it takes like, and it's, there's a lot of other like smaller versions of that same problem throughout the film of just like the pacing feeling very uh, all over the place at times. Um, but that being said, I still enjoy majority of the film, even with those pacing issues and I, I recommend this movie definitely for people especially if you like the first one if you like the first one you'll like this one um oh other thing too some of the style changes as well as while i love them i can see how they could be a little hard like it, it they swap so fast that it could maybe put someone in like a panic attack because there's so many style changes that happen so quickly it's hard to keep up at times because there's just so much happening on the screen at one time so that's another thing too but anyway, those are my initial thoughts. We'll get into it more when we get into spoilers.
2: Uh, speaking of that, going... I'll take over from there. Speaking of which, like I have that problem. When there's too many characters on screen and they give a lot of backstory for them, my brain goes into a little bit of a panic, like what we did with Valentine's Day, the movie,
3: mm-hmm.
2: where when, when too many characters are introduced constantly throughout the film, it's a lot, and... With my ADHD, it's hard to remember each of them. So, most likely, I am going to say the wrong character when I'm talking about something. I'm like, oh, I really like this. Completely wrong character I'm talking about. But that's how it is for my brain. I did really like the change in design, though. I thought the way they were able to switch so swiftly and smoothly was super impressive. Um... And the comic book style of it was just... The the graphics in general was just really, really so, so well done. And like you said with the animators, you can clearly tell they put a lot into this. So I can understand now knowing why all of them would quit seeing all this amazing work. And if they weren't treated right, paid properly or something like that, absolutely. They deserve more. Because this is going to definitely set a new standard You know, there's a lot of movies where you're like, oh, the CGI in this movie was so good back in the day, and yet you see crap from today, and you're like, well, you know, they did it back then. Or like, with Jurassic Park, the animatronics were amazing, and then you Mm -hmm. see something nowadays, and you're like, well, you know, this movie was doing this back then. This movie is definitely going to be one of those movies people are going to go back to refer to for the animation style. Well, Across the Universe was able to do it like this, but you can't, like... What's going on? Mm-hmm. So I definitely think we are seeing a new standard being set. Um, I really like the story. I loved how much more they express uh, Miles's Latin side in this. It was very more present, and I really, really like that. I like when he was semi doing Spanglish. <laughs> it was very entertaining because <laughs> yeah. I swear I think I sound like that sometimes, but I don't even know anymore. Um, it makes me want to reuse some of the Spanish because I feel like I'm forgetting it. This may be, you know, motivating me like, yeah, I should start using Spanglish again so I don't lose it. But I really appreciated how much more present it was in this film, which is really nice. And just the different cultural backgrounds with the different spider man <coughs> were also really cool to see. Because you've seen, I've seen like sketches or like joke designs for like Katie uh, Captain Can- Canada or Captain... You know, Mexico, where they make jokes like that. Mm -hmm. But, like, they were like, all right, this doesn't really fit, though. But then when you see these, you're like, oh, this fits, like, the actual cultural background with the spider being that they're going to be. So, I think this movie was really well done. Except for the constant introductions of characters, I enjoyed this a lot. (laughs) But I understand why they were needed. So, what about you, Jonathan? What was your vibe with this movie?
1: I... I had a great time watching it. Uh, okay, that's a that's. Um, I didn't have a great theater experience watching it, um, because there was some little girl. <laughs> I was to say was it somebody bothering you? <laughs> <laughs> well, first, okay, so let's let's back it up here. I went to uh, AMC Eight Burbank. Um, and I don't normally go to that one. I usually go to that. There's three AMCs in like a three mile radius in Burbank. Is, this, uh, when is you guys,
0: AMC 8 the one where there's like the Batman statue close by or whatever?
1: No, that's AMC 16. That's the one we went to uh, okay. when we saw Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. The Suicide Squad, excuse me. Um, and that's the biggest one. That has the most amount of theaters. It has all the cool, you know. Theaters and everything, and they're huge. They're all big theaters. Uh, The one I went to was inside the mall. It's just across the street. And I'd I'd never gone to that one. And uh, you walk down this long hallway. It's really like, it's kind of creepy because there was no one in the hallway when I was walking down there. But it's this long hallway, and you pass by all the other theaters. I walk in, and like the back couple rows are full. And my seat was in the back row so i'm like okay am i in the wrong theater because that elemental trailer i walked in during the elemental trailer and it looks kind of long so i'm like did i walk in on elemental so i was about to walk out check the theater door and check my ticket to make sure i was in the right theater i was indeed in the right theater but someone was in my seat it was this, um, I think it was this grandma and this, like, uh, he, the kid was no more than like seven years old, seven or eight. Mm-hmm. Um, the kid was in my seat and I, I turned to the grandma, I said, I pointed my phone at her. I said, oh, I, I think I'm in, uh, D six or whatever the seat was. And so she's like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. So I'm thinking that, you know, she, that there, they just chose whoever's seat. Um, but no. They were supposed to be in the seats next to me. But the people, the couple who was in the seats next to them, I think they either like snuck in because they were like, oh, sorry, are these your seats? We're going to go to the front. People, if you sneak into the movie theater, go to a seat, you know, nobody's going to occupy, especially when it's full, because then it just messes it up for everybody. So that's my PSA.
0: Yeah. If you do it, you got to like wait till the movie starts, then check the ticket. Thing to see what seats were available and then take that seat.
1: (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Not when we're like the previews, I I got there pretty early. I got there like maybe there was like 15 minutes of previews left, that's early for me. But uh, these people were already comfortable, had their popcorn, had their snacks in their seats. Uh, So just a, a PSA for that. Then let yeah, me get back.
2: Is, wait, so that is really stupid because you can check now and see what seats are available mm-hmm. or not anymore. You right. You can absolutely see that. So it's like, yeah, just check it before. Sneak into movies. We don't care. Just oh, check the seating. Exactly.
1: And then I felt bad for making the little boy and his grandma move from their seats, but they were in my seats and there was no other seat available. Um,. But yeah, they just had to move because the other the couple was in the wrong seats. Um, then let me get back to this little girl. So this little girl, first of all, she's she's sitting like on the opposite side of where I'm sitting. So thankfully not too close, but close enough with an earshot. Um, when the uh, when the Nicole Kidman thing comes on, mm-hmm. she's like saying the lines and everything, and it's cute. She, she's <laughs> probably no more like no more than like eight years old, but she's saying, uh, (laughs) she says the line, um, the line that Nicole Kidman says at the end. And then throughout the whole movie, she proceeds to keep talking. She's talking throughout the whole movie and at full volume as well. She's (laughs) falling off the recliners, like comfortably like, oh mom, I fell. But she did. She know she did that intentionally. She was climbing on the chair and falling off intentionally, making noises. She was standing up. The projector is low. So you can like see people making shadow puppets if they choose to do so. She was trying to make shadow puppets. She, was, she had the popcorn on the ground. At first, I thought she was eating popcorn off the ground, but I think she had the bucket on the ground and was eating popcorn from the ground. And then I think at one point, stepped in the popcorn bucket. Her and her mom left to go to the bathroom like at least three times. At the last time, I thought they were leaving indefinitely, but no, they came back. <laughs> so it was...
2: I never understood that. Clearly, your kid doesn't want to be here and you're not right. watching the movie. Right. So like, why are you doing... like? Nobody's around having fun. You're clearly not paying attention. Kids not paying attention. Just it's no, re- parents. Theaters are yourself. these
0: days do not have the the courtesy like most of the don't have the courtesy of people anymore. Where it's like if it were mm-hmm. me, I'd be like, well, that I'm I'm just out thirty dollars because that's like a, right. and which happens and it's not it's not like it's any you know what I mean it's like you should have, force your kids to. Right, you have young kids, it happens like that sometimes. You spend money on a ticket, and then you find out when you get there, no, I don't want to go. It's like, all right, well, I, I guess we're not going. <laughs> now, I guess right. I wasted the money for you to go for to, for this movie ticket,
1: because... You know. Exactly. <laughs> kids change and their mind,
2: they're indecisive, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. It seemed like when the kid was watching the movie, she was interested in it, but... I don't know how much she comprehended because she was watching half the movie. The other half of the time, she was doing something else. But just, and and PSA to parents, if your kid is not into the movie or if they're moving or talking too much, either tell them to sit there and be quiet or remove them from the situation. All right. Well, that is the alternative. Could have took him to the bathroom real quick, took the bed off. Psh, psh.
0: All right, bring him back. <laughs> That's just saying. That would have fixed the problem real quick. <laughs>
1: Cause she don't want to go back there a second time, right? <laughs> because in order to be a, a, a an upstanding citizen in society, you need to learn how to watch a movie sitting down, peacefully, quiet. <laughs> um, but to the movie, uh, I th- I I thought it was great. Uh, the an- the animation, it seems like they. Changed it up uh, a, a little bit, like the 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 main animation that they used in the movie. It Seems like they made it like pop a little bit more, uh, a little more three D, which I I really liked that aspect of it. Um, I loved the action sequences, uh, and usually that's something that I'm not like super gung ho about, but in this, I really thought the action worked really well and and worked in the context of the story uh i will say it was uh, when i saw that it was two hours and 20 minutes i'm like does it have to be though
0: that's that's pricing issues
1: like this movie feels a bit long
0: Uh, and mainly because a lot of stuff gets drawn out where you're just like i I get the drama but
1: at the same time we could move on (laughs) yeah yeah um cause you don't really see that for animated movies. You don't really see animated movies go above like the two hour limit. Mm.
3: Um,
1: and that's because of the audience that they cater to, but obviously this movie, you know, it has more of a why, even though there was some rambunctious rambunctious children in my theater, uh, this movie definitely has more of a widespread appeal with young and old audiences. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I think that's kind of the justification. Um, And I also didn't know that it was going to be a a TBC a to be continued. Uh, I don't know what's what's up with. I don't know. I'm still processing how I feel about, you know, not getting the complete story. Uh, But I think this did a better job at completing the story. And I don't know why I'm comparing it to this, but it's the last TBC movie we watched. But Fast X... That was the first I think it did a thought better... I
0: had when I saw To Be Continued. I'm like, at least this movie earned its To Be Continued. I actually want
1: to watch the next one. I want to know where we're going. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, right. Because I, I had... I was looking at my watch. I'm like, okay, this movie only has like 10 minutes left. Like, are we going... hes He seems like he's in a precarious... Oh, sorry. I'm spoiling, but it seems like we're in a precarious situation here. How are we going to get out of it? But... Um, and then the director was yeah, like, you ain't, a- he ain't <laughs> I'm like, tune in next time. <laughs> 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 uh, so, yeah, that, those are my um, non spoilerish thoughts of the film. So going into spoilers.
0: Yeah, so if you so audience, we're going to we're going to extend this out a little bit. We are going into spoilers. We're going into full spoilers. You already got at least one to just know that it's a two-parter, but I feel like that's not as important as we're going to get into story details, talk about character reveals, talk about motivations, easter eggs, all that good stuff. So if you don't want to get spoiled by anything, you don't want to know nothing about this film as far as plot details, all that good stuff, leave now. Just know that you can't say we didn't warn you. Leave now. Go watch the movie. Then come back. Get the rest of this podcast. Goodness, listen to the rest of this podcast. So that's your spoiler warning right now. In fact, we'll give you a little. We'll give you 10 extra seconds. To leave, so you can like in case you in case you're fumbling with your phone because you got too much oil on your phone, you don't have none of them oily sheets or whatever it is that Jonathan has got, <laughs> and, you, and you're slipping and sliding everywhere. You got you get a little bit of extra time to pause this or turn it off, lock your screen. I don't know what you need to do, but whatever you need to do, do it. Throw your phone at somebody. I don't care. It's <laughs> like so you got time.
1: Okay, get a little aggressive there. Okay, all right. Spoiler time. Jonathan, go ahead. What were you gonna say? <laughs> Oh, I was just—I mine didn't have anything to do with this. Book. Oh, okay. I was just going to say that, Sh- that Shamik Moore's headshot on IMDb is very much given the bold and the beautiful. Very. But, uh, it's Haley
0: Steinfeld. <laughs> Haley <laughs> Steinfeld looks like she's just like ma- that. Looks like a picture from like I don't know, like Teen Vogue or something. <laughs> right, and it's not her cropped heads right. are
2: tilted. So yeah, her head's like this. It doesn't even look. <laughs> Like her head's attached to her body. It looks like they photoshopped it on because her head's tilted just a little too far. And I'm not going to lie, Jake Johnson
0: and Oscar Isaac's uh, headshot, they look the damn same.
1: (laughs) Yeah. They're both (laughs) at like red carpet event. Must be. Oscar Isaac, that's... (laughs) Jake, uh, oh yeah. Oh, I was thinking Jason Schwartzman. But yeah, Jake Johnson and Oscar Isaac, they do the same. same Um, Issa Rae's headshot is great. But yes. anyway, <laughs> uh, but yeah, if I, if I'm being honest, uh,
0: like here's a, here's a place to start. Um, uh, what'd you guys think about Gwen in this movie? Because in the first one, we like, we knew a little bit about Gwen, but we didn't really get to learn a lot. This movie, like Gwen, the movie's big. Ba- I mean, it's Miles's movie, but it basically is Miles and Gwen's movie. Cause Gwen gets a lot of time in this film. To like shine, mm-hmm. to learn about her backstory, her her old thing with her dad. Like she gets a lot of time in this movie. So what do you guys think about Gwen in this film?
1: I had figured that she would get a lot of shine because uh in the press junket, uh Haley Seinfeld was very much a part of like every single interview. It was her Shamik Moore and Issa Rae, I feel like those were the main three that were a part of a lot of the press. Um, which I'm surprised that Easter Ray didn't have like more screen time in this. Uh, I'm as, not because
0: Jessica Jen. Drew doesn't really have. Jessica Drew's not one of those like major standout characters um, as Spider Woman. Which also, she's not even a Spider Woman technically because Spider Woman in the comics is not a Spider character. She doesn't have webs. She doesn't do the thing Spider Man does. She just is called Spider Woman. Um, so it's interesting that they changed her character in this to be a spider-related character. Um, but I mean, you know, I, but I think that's maybe why is because because even her being pregnant—that's just a kid. That's honestly the most recent and most interesting thing that has happened to Spider Woman in the comics as of late is that uh, Jessica Drew was pregnant. In fact, there's a cover, her most iconic cover. Of recent times is of Jessica Drew doing like the um, the like Rosie the Riveter like arm up pose with her bicep and then uh, from a profile and then you see her pregnant belly in profile. So that's like one of our, that was one of the covers for when they rebooted her series um, as Spider Woman and that was a big deal because a lot of people were like, "Oh, cool! Like it's a superhero, but she's pregnant. Like that's really interesting." Well, she's a secret agent at that time, but it doesn't matter. Um, so that I'm, I'm I'm glad they like kind of carried that over into the character for this um, movie. But I feel like that's probably all they were gonna do because they're like, we, we dug into Spider-Woman. She doesn't really have a lot. <laughs> she doesn't have villains. She doesn't have like, uh, like really important storylines. Like I think the, mo- the only other important thing that's ever happened with Jessica Drew as far as like universally um, is uh, in Secret Invasion, she turns out to be the first Skrull they find. <laughs> That she's been replaced all this time and she's been a scroll. Somebody for like years. pointed
2: out um <laughs> that in this one Jessica mentions her husband once and mm-hmm. never mentions him again. And they think that was her canon event that she lost her husband.
1: Possibly. That's why
2: she ends up wanting to help them nearing the end after Gwen Stacy's dramatic Gwen. Yeah, Gwen's Gwen's dramatic line of we're supposed to be the good guys. It's
0: possible because Jessica Like, I don't know much about Jessica Drew. Um, I know that, like, uh, as far as her love life, the most I know, because I don't know who the father of her baby is. Um, I know her and Hawkeye were married married for a while. Like, they were together for a while. Because Jessica Drew in the comics is white. She's not black. So they race-swapped her for this movie. Um, And uh, her and Hawkeye were together for a a good chunk of time. But that's about it. (laughs) So I don't know. But I can believe it.
1: I think with the uh, canon thing, I think some of the spider people, uh, because they had experienced that loss, part of it was like, okay, if we lost people, you gotta lose people. (laughs) And that's just how it works. Look, your uncle gotta die too. We
2: ain't gonna right. go
0: take this L by ourselves. You go take this L with us.
2: <laughs> you know what's funny? Um, on frigging TikTok, there's been a canon canon event filter. And I couldn't figure out what the hell was going on because I didn't see the movie till yesterday. So I was like, what is this canon event? What is everybody talking about? And then everybody's like, oh, it's a canon event. It had to happen. I was like, what is going on? I was so confused. Like something traumatic that happens
0: to everybody. This movie has like affected TikTok because also the like the Spider-Man 2099 theme the like that synthesizer sound is all over TikTok of people like using it for like basically Yeah,
2: it's been insane.
3: Yeah.
0: I
2: think it's so with their canon event I mean they've all lived such different lives and death is the only thing is what is saying is connecting them. That one death that turns you into the new the proper Spider Man. I'm just gonna say Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Spider or whatever. And it's an interesting thing that it's it seems to only be death. And I think that kind of goes with what you're saying where they're like, Oh, I lost somebody so you have to lose somebody So if, go on and go on. But then he admits, uh I think it was Miguel who admits that Miles wasn't even supposed to be a Spider-Man because the spider actually comes from a different universe. He was never meant to be a Spider-Man. So doesn't that mean his canon event is kind of voided?
0: Does it have to happen? Yeah. Yeah. That's. I think that's what they're going to play around with in the next movie is the idea of like... Because that's a new thing. I, I think that's the coolest thing I like about these, these movies is they're doing their own thing. Because in the comics... Miles just gets. it just. It just so happens another spider bites Miles. That's it. And then like. And then later, Peter Parker dies in the Ultimate. Because Miles is from the Ultimate universe before they put him in the regular universe proper. And so in that universe, spider, like Peter Parker, Spider Man does his normal Spider Man thing. Then Miles pops up, gets bitten by a spider, is also Spider Man or has spider powers. Peter Parker dies. And Miles just takes over. So it's just a regular universe thing. So the thing of like multiverse wasn't a factor in those stories um, until it was. Um, So this movie is doing its own thing where that spider comes from a different universe and bites Miles. And I think that's interesting and cool and could lead to some interesting stuff. And I love the canon event thing, especially because that is true. Almost like half of the Spider-Man stories the, at least especially the best Spider-Man stories are the ones that are just filled with trauma. Like almost always. It's either, if it's not like, you know, like you look at like the death of Gwen Stacy, big Spider-Man story. When Mary, when Aunt May gets shot and then we hit the back in black story. That's a great story because we don't know if Aunt May's gonna live or not. Like Uncle Ben dying, makes Spider-Man. Like all of the best Spider-Man stories are these really traumatic moments for Peter Parker, where it's like, Jesus Christ, can the man catch a break? He just wants to, li- he just wants to marry his supermodel wife and live a nice life as Spider Man. Why does he have to go through so much all the time? But it's like that's what it is. And so you, one could believe that's what it is to be Spider Man is to just have constant trauma
2: <laughs> all the time. But it seems like that one, like you have to lose that one person. And I was, I don't know. I also wonder, well, I'm like, he's going through some traumatic event right now. Literally everybody is out to kill him. <laughs> so like, couldn't this be an, a good canon event of trauma <laughs> right there? He was portrayed technically by Gwen and Parker B or Peter B. Peter
1: Parker. B, you can just say Peter, Peter Parker. Parker.
0: Technically he is the normal Peter Parker. He's supposed to be the original.
2: I think that's adorable that they gave him the baby. Mayday mayday Parker i love mayday
0: parker because like because she's also in the comics a spider girl and she's awesome
2: (laughs) and it sounds like oh what if they had kids well that explains it kid had powers
0: yeah mayday parker is cute she's adorable she's a cute little baby i love her little knit cap spider spider mask (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm. i like when miguel holds her and she's just like he's just like this with her yeah, I love that I love she when, crawls. Like
0: She's like, she uses her sticky power. She just crawls all over people. Mm-hmm. It's just adorable. You think
2: about having a kid with that ability to climb up to the ceiling. That poor mom or that version of MJ has got to be like, Peter, get your daughter off the ceiling.
1: <laughs> Which, how? I wonder how. Well, I guess it's, it's the comic world so uh, all any rules apply but you're able to have a child that's born with those powers even though you were not
0: well his like his dna is forever changed because of the radioactive spider sure that's at least that's 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 how i always go because the same thing with like (laughs) jonathan kent where i'm like uh like superman's son where I was like, wait, but you have powers just because you're around the yellow sun. I guess technically he is part Kryptonian, so he should also have powers. And so it's like, you know, you don't you don't think about it too much. It's just he's the son of a person with powers, so he has powers. Same thing with Mayday well, Parker. Like, She's the daughter of somebody with powers, so she has powers.
2: No, I get it if it's something that changes your DNA and like he's half alien. Um, but I think it's weird when they make him equally as strong as their parents it's like no you're you're half human like your power should be
1: like invincible
2: weaker yeah yeah like invincible like your no, power no, should they explain that in invincible. Like,
0: they say viltrumite cells are actually so pure they it doesn't matter who they mesh with it will all the their cells or the dna will overwrite any parts of them that would be like half human. So if anything marks 99% Viltrumite, 1% human.
2: (laughs) Does does that mean, (laughs) technically doesn't that end up going into inbreeding if the DNA just constantly overrides the mixed DNA? No, they just don't
0: breed. They live for like ever, so they don't make babies. (laughs) They don't need to. They're like we live forever. Well, What's Spider-Man the point?
2: <laughs> this Spider-Man did, and he had a yeah, cute one. Uh, uh, I thought I thought that was interesting that he brought Mayday along, and that he was so comfortable like running into battle with her because he's like running around chasing with all these different Spider-Men, and then here he is just carrying her like normal. Yeah, I mean, and you know, he-
0: I guess in his mind he's like, I got her, you know, I got this. <laughs> I've been doing this for a long time. I got it covered. I've protected many babies, so I, I can protect my own baby that also has spider powers, so.
2: But
1: sometimes it would be your own.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the literally the whole thing of the canon event. You can't protect your own always.
0: No, no spider people have lost their own children, so, you know.
2: No, but they've lost all <laughs> of their know? family
0: members. Because in the comics, that's actually never happened. I don't think there's ever been a time. The closest we've Off screen.
2: <laughs> on <off> screen, <laughs> we we didn't see every canon event. A lot of people right. were dead,
0: but um, uh yeah. Sorry, I'm so, like I'm sorry. It took us off track too because I did ask about Gwen, and then we just went all over the place.
2: <laughs> we were like the Spider Verse all over the place. Which okay, going back on track. Which was which one was your spider Spider? What favorite Spider Man? Yeah, which one was Brown. your favorite Spider Man?
0: It's always Hobie Brown. Hobie Brown's like, uh, but mostly is even when they were like, "Has he heard about Hobie?" I'm like, "Oh shit, Hobie's in this movie! Hell yeah!" Because <laughs> I, I, love Hobie. I have Spider punk comics.
2: I love Spider puns. He was just design. like,
1: <laughs> he was just like laid back mm-hmm. um, and cool. Um, I
2: love when he takes off the mask, and Miles is like, "How are you cooler underneath?" <laughs> He's like, "I just am." Which I
1: didn't realize it was Daniel Kaluuya either. I didn't realize most of the people who played the spider people in this movie were in this movie. When the credits started rolling, I was like, okay, yeah, I, I knew that person, I knew that person. I was like, no, I really expected this to be a more star-studded cast. And then you get to the second half of the credits, it's like, oh, there we go. There we go, there are other people. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of people in this, Uh, especially, I,
0: I really enjoyed um Hobie Brown just because like, A, I, it, you know, it's a character you don't get to see a lot. They, they uh, Spider Punk just got a comic this year. Uh, he's been around for years, but he's not. Ne- uh, but he's never had his own comic. He's always just been a supporting character. I think he was introduced in Spider Verse, um, like the the uh, comic, the first Spider Verse uh, comic. And ever since then, people are like, "That design's awesome." He's got the denim jacket or denim vest jacket. He's got the kicks, he's got the Converse sneakers, the spike on his on his uh mask. He's so cool. And he's British. <laughs> and so I was like, the second they were they even hinted at Hobie, I was like, yo, where's Hobie at? And then when Hobie showed up, I'm like, Hobie's the coolest! He's the coolest Spider-Man ever.
2: <laughs> he's the best. Uh, yeah, I really I really liked him. I liked that he had it I liked his design so much. Because it showed like, oh, all these other, they have uniformity in their uniforms a lot of times when it comes to Spider-Man, but like his was very much individual, like I am my only version of Spider-Man. I was (laughs) like, that's cool. I really like that. And you get to keep a piece of yourself as you're becoming this whole different persona, which I which was just really cool to me. I really like the different designs. I think that's why I liked when they int- started introducing Spider-Man like from different cultures, they showed their designs mm-hmm. as well. And I was like, this is really well done and tastefully too. It wasn't, none of it ever seemed like you just picked the stereotype of clothing and you just put it on, you know?
0: Well, what helps is they're picking spider people that actually do exist. Like, um, cause like uh, Karan, uh, I, I, I apologize for mispronouncing, Karan Sani or Sony, who plays uh Paviter, uh, or I- I've always had Pavitra? trouble pronouncing his name, pa- like because it's supposed to be Peter, okay. so I think it's Paviter. Um, but Paviter. it's uh, but as uh, Indian Spider Man, that's another character that does exist. He was also in the Spider Verse comic um, when it first came out. But they've never done anything with him. So this this is uh this movie is like, we could do whatever we want with this character, really. So we'll change it up and give him like more backstory and all types of stuff. And they do, and they do a great job, and so they do a great job building uh on what already exists, but making it their own at the same time. And so the Indian Spider-Man ends up having a really unique design. I love the like Uh, cut where his hair comes out and flops over but I love that also because he's so young he's still very much a kid compared to everybody else Um, but also he has yoga movements and how he like and like uh, how he web swings how he like uses his like yo-yo web things that he has I'm like this is a cool unique character and a unique spider-man compared to the many other spider-men and women we've met so far
1: so it's great. He was he was definitely he was probably my favorite uh iteration. Uh even though it might be my least favorite costume because of the hair. Like nobody else has hair sticking out of their <laughs> suit like that. So that was probably my least my least favorite act. I like it. I like um, the design. But- I dig it.
2: <laughs> I think when it comes to superheroing, you shouldn't have your hair out. I mean, I get this shit caught in my glasses just in a general sense. I get this stuff stuck in my glasses. I can't imagine whipping through the air or like it getting tangled in webs or something.
0: Then what about Jessica Drew, who literally has her entire head showing all the Afro everything?
1: That's different. And has see-through glasses. You can basically see her face through the whole thing. (laughs) That's different because a lot of superheroes... uh, like fight with just their face, with their face showing. No one fights with their hair showing. Just, All right, That doesn't so, answer my
0: question. She has her hair showing. <laughs> she has
1: the whole thing. No, just their hair showing. A lot of superheroes don't have
2: masks, <laughs> but That's he has a mask. That's my issue, but that I no think hair. you should have your hair covered. Just cause things can get caught
1: right um uh but I I, I looked up a, pr- a pronunciation thing and uh it's pronounced paviter. okay Paviter I put a okay. <laughs> yeah. um but yeah and the the like you mentioned in Alex the um seeing a spider-man from uh you know different cultures especially um something that's not a Western culture because in a lot of these like Superhero movies and stuff. You know, we see them fighting in New York, Chicago, um, Russia, Paris. We never see them fighting in India. We never see them fighting in uh, South Africa. So I, I really, I really liked that we got to see, a, even though it was brief, a brief time that we spent in India. I like that we got to well, see a little sequence. I
0: before. love that it's still like in canon too, cause, cause this is Mumbatan, which is Mumbai and Manhattan fused together in this universe. So technically it is still New York. It's just Indianized New York. <laughs> and the same thing with the uh, Spider-Punk. Like he technically not in Britain actually, but it's Britain mixed with New York because it's Spider-Man. It always has to be New York. Even Spider-Man 2099, it's Nueve New York. Cause it's New York. <laughs> <laughs> or Nueve York New or whatever. New so it's like it's 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 really cool to see all the canon stuff they they keep and they they use and they just make it make it work.
1: And I also like that he said he called out that it's not chai tea; it's just chai, and not non bread, just non. Yeah, I definitely say chai tea. <laughs> I also I say, say chai, chai tea. tea. Yeah. Uh, I love the. the I've been traffic corrected joke. on the non
2: bread. Yeah, I've been have corrected on the non bread non bread because um, Yasi's Persian, uh, but I still call chai tea chai tea. The
0: the traffic joke got me where he's like, and here's the traffic, and here's the traffic, and he over here, there's some more traffic, and this. The tra-. I'm like, because Mumbai already <laughs> has tons of traffic, Manhattan has tons of traffic. Mix those two cities together, it's just nonstop traffic. It's bumper to bumper, like 24 seven. It has to be. <laughs>
2: I could see that. <laughs> I mean, I guess Seattle traffic has been getting worse lately. It's been driving me bonkers. I have I don't No have, pun
1: intended driving you bonkers.
2: Driving. Ah. <laughs> I didn't even know what I did, but I did it.
1: Uh
0: I also love Andy Sandberg <laughs> as Ben Riley. Even though technically he's not I mean he is Ben Riley, but he's not Ben Riley as because there's another spider clone named Kane who is the dramatic. Like melodrama, Spider Man, <laughs> but they instead make that Ben Riley, who really isn't like that. Ben is really just another Peter. <laughs> but if you have to give one a personality, I I dug it still. Making Ben Riley the super like dramatic. Oh, I'm in the alley and I'm so dark, and it's, <laughs> it's just
2: like sure. I think okay. it fit. Yeah, it fit him really well too, because he. Sounds like well, he like has his past characters have acted like that. I'm mysterious. Are you really though?
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mahersha Ali is always good at playing like these gritty. Like the cool bad guy characters. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So when I, I saw that he was in this, I'm like, oh, I know exactly who he played. He played the uncle. Well, he was in the last one. How did you feel uh, the about uncle. the
2: uncle? Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, that's right.
2: Mm-hmm. How did you feel about the uncle uncle Aaron coming back? I'm glad
0: he's back. I I think like cuz uh, the really cool thing about Uncle Aaron in the comics is that uh the big thing is that he knows Miles is Spider-Man. And so but he's he's like I'm but he's still the Prowler. He still is like a bad guy and his whole thing is like Miles you have spider powers. You should be using it to like steal stuff. You should be like me, be using your skills to just take whatever you want and do whatever. And Miles is like, no, I am Spider-Man. I'm a good guy. I'm not gonna do that. And it's this interesting dichotomy between the two of them as like, cause uh, uncle Aaron still is his uncle. He still tries to teach him. And he's like, yeah, I'm still gonna look out for you but you should be using your powers for evil. Come on, just, just be evil! Come on, uh, what are you doing out here? And so when they killed him in the first movie, I was like, "Oh, okay, I guess we're not getting any of that." All right, <laughs> never mind. But then, well, who knows
2: if we'll be getting more of that? Because back. like technically, this Uncle Aaron's from a different universe.
0: Yeah, and also it seems like Uncle Aaron in this universe is not the evil one. It's
1: Miles in in this universe. Mm-hmm. Played by Jarel Jerome. Which is Miles cool. I like Jarel Jerome. He's dope. Yeah, he's he that new sh- that new show that he's in just came out, I'm a Virgo. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Where he plays like a ten foot tall uh teenager or something. Yeah, like a giant. Um <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh yeah, it seems like he's gonna have a huge uh part to play in the next film, uh Miles G. Morales, which I'm excited for. And it also seemed like uh they were setting up uh Spider Bite as well, uh played by Amanla Sandberg to have a, a a big part in the yeah,
0: next
1: movie true. as well. I
0: I really I, I like the only that was what I mean about the pacing issues though, because I'm like they're really they were really dragging out the Miles is the prowler in this universe reveal, because I'm like do you think we, like, the second Uncle Aaron's like, I'm not the prowler, I'm like, it's Miles. But they just steady drag it out and drag it out. It's just like, he's in the shadows. Then he jumps down, still in the shadows. Then he walks over in the shadow. I'm like, dude, we know it's Miles. Who else could it be? <laughs> His dad's dead in this universe. Surprised. Uncle Aaron is not the prowler. There's nobody else it could be.
2: It's Miles. <laughs> you don't need to drag it so out this long. I pleasantly surprised. <laughs> what I almost for a second, I didn't think there was going to be a Miles in this universe because like the mom, with the way they had the mom seem confused. And then the dad's dead. I was like, oh, maybe like he died before he like Miles could even be born or well, something no, like that.
0: She's, she's not surprised Which to see I'm
1: Miles really... when she sees him. I... She's just like, oh, hey, right. Miles, what's up? But his hair, his hair was different. She's like, yeah. she's like, oh, your hair, what? you changed your hair. Which that would have been a that dead yeah. giveaway, but, uh, <laughs> right? <laughs> but uh, I loved that reveal because initially, when he is revealing to her that he's Spider Man, um, it was like a sentimental moment. I was like, "All right, yes, yes." And then she's like, "Who's Spider Man?" And then I am thinking, like, "Oh, she just must not be into like." <laughs> she must not know anything about her her city so um, i knew something to, was to up come to find out that he didn't exist when he landed worse. is when i knew something cuz i was like this
0: doesn't look the same like the art style is different the city looks different Everything about the world looks different. It's everything. I thought I thought my door it's was opening because Ari's on her way. So I was just like, hold on. Is she coming in well, now? That's, the,
2: <laughs> that's what I was saying. Uh, see, I didn't notice it. And that's what I mentioned about the art design being so smooth with their transitions. And the way everything kept glitching, at least for somebody who doesn't read the comics and doesn't know which universe is what, it wasn't really... I was more surprised by like, hey, there's this version of Spider Man and this version. I I wasn't really noticing how, the differences. I was like, because I had seen the TikToks where he reveals himself to be Spider Man, and all these people in the theater. There's always one person going, "He's black." I think that only one funny. time, right?
0: That was the one, no. One there's been became... a couple incidents, I
2: and uh... I actually just found a TikTok where it sounds like a kid did it. Nobody in the theater laughed. <laughs> I actually felt bad for the kid. <laughs> I was like, oh man. Well, because he, after you do it, it so once, hard.
0: that's the one time. If everybody starts doing it, then it stops being funny because everybody's
2: doing yeah, it. Yeah. No, I've, I've found multiple videos where people are like doing that. And like, first couple of times, haha. And then this after that, it's just like, oh God, all right, let's, let's knock that off now. <laughs> but, uh, so I didn't notice those changes and I had seen those TikToks of that. So I was like, oh, he's just revealing himself. You know, he's Spider Man when she's like who's spider-man i was like oh shit <laughs> i was like this isn't right now but it goes down to that art style where i'm like everything is so smoothly done and i really like the way because gumball does this uh, the amazing world of gumball does this where they have each character is a different design and we've talked about it in the show before but those characters still look out of place for the universe that they're in you know, a lot to, of them sometimes it's supposed to look
0: like they're yeah. just a mix of characters,
2: right? But like, they don't ever like some of them can blend in with the scenery, but there are others that are like, hey, you know, they're technically the same drawing, they're still a drawing, mm-hmm. but the style's so different, it kind of looks like you like paper mache, not paper mache, but pasted them in weirdly. Mm-hmm. This one, even though they were all still so different art designs none of them looked out of place next to each other they were still somehow able to smooth it smooth it out among the crowd and among the background everybody actually still looked like they were supposed to be there even though they were not of the right design and like i said you can absolutely tell how much work and time the animators have put into this because of how smoothly the drawings were how smooth the transitions were I loved, you know, that comic book style when they just did the um, squares and sometimes like that, where it's like, oh, you're also transitioning to that. And that's really cool. It's not just a regular animated movie that you see with, you know, like Elemental. That's the only animation movie I can think of right now, <laughs> where it's just like, <laughs> they have, like I said, this was like, all right, this cool. is animation, yeah. then this is comic book, and it just mixed so well together. And I, I like I said before, this is definitely going to lead to a new standard where people are going to compare it to things where, like, yeah, you tried to do the mixed universe, but like they kind of did it better. So, or like, when they
1: have the different close ups of random things that are not so random, but they feel random in the moment.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I I like those moments because you have like half the screen is like the full shot. And then you have another half of the screen, which is a close up of something or you'll just get like a a random extreme close up. Very rant. Speaking of random, random question. His name is Miles Morales and Morales is a traditionally Latin last name. Mm -hmm. But his dad is black and his mom is Puerto Rican. So. Does the dad have the mom's last name? He does. Name? They changed it in
0: this because uh, his name in the comics is Jefferson Davis, and uh, Jefferson Davis is a Civil War general, so they didn't want to reference that. So they changed his name. So his name in the movie is Jeff Morales.
2: Fair enough. Interesting.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> I mean, granted, Miles Morales <laughs> and- is his name in the comics too, and I think, and, and but I think in the comics also, Miles just takes his mom's last name.
1: But uh, but his dad doesn't. But the dad. But in. But the dad also last name is Morales. Oh, the, you, the Jeff. Oh, they gave the dad the mom's. Yes, name. they changed that for this movie specifically. Well, for these. But they don't
2: ever really address it in the movie that he takes the mom's name.
0: No, it's, it's just, just Morales. Yeah, it's just Morales. I think the only time you notice is uh, when they when you see the memorial at the end when he uh, finds out his dad's dead. It says Jeff Morales on it.
2: I never noticed that, but you—you you are right. That is um, usually a Latin last name, and I think I think they chose Good Buddy Morales because you know it's that whole like Prowler was trying to be like, hey, you should be evil Spider-Man, but he's like, hey, I got morals. See, it's even in my name.
0: <laughs> it works well because also, it's also because when Brian Michael Bendis made Miles Morales, he wanted to have that alliteration because there's Peter Parker, Miles Morales, like M M P P. So, cuz all the great comic book characters have that, you know what I mean? Clark Kent, Peter Parker,
1: Wade Wilson, Kent is C- yeah. But it's still C- the K- cut in there. C- <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: the, cu- <laughs> it's the cu- sound. It's the cuss sound. Um
0: <laughs> It feels like alliteration even though it's literally not.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fair point, fair point.
1: I mean, Alex, now's your time to be in a superhero comic book or movie <laughs> you got the alliteration
2: even though like my name has both a it, it it's not as smooth <laughs> as like Miles, because you need like the one like the one syllable name
1: miles miles is two syllables
2: yeah my name's like three or four <laughs>
1: <laughs> but two well miles. no you have the same syllables as as miles morales
2: are you going by my my, my well her nickname, nickname is, or by sure, my I, actual I her name? full name yeah. is not yeah.
1: Alex. Your nickname. <laughs> right. I learned Well, well um, who would call you Alexandra in, in when when you fighting bad guys?
2: <laughs> it's my <laughs> proper name. Actually a lot of people call uh, it was so funny. I found out somebody didn't know so at work I tell people dealer I actually tell everybody dealer's choice. Alex or Alexandra. I go by both. Um I am, as I'm getting older, I am preferring preferring Alexandra more, but, like, I have no issues with people calling me Alex, and, like, mostly it's my friends who call me Alex, so it's, like, never a big deal. Uh, Like, a week or two, I learned somebody didn't know that when another person was talking about Alexandra, they were talking about me. And so they were like, oh, no, Alex did that. And they're like, yeah. And they're like, "Well, you said Alexandra. Who's Alexandra?" She's like, "Alex is short for Alexandra." And they were like, "Oh!" And I was like, "It's not even like a different nickname or something. That is literally just the beginning part of my name." I feel like that is a <laughs> like sim-
1: Richard and Dick.
2: Yeah, it wasn't any. It wasn't like James and Jim. Nothing like it's Alex and Alex, and it's like,
1: yeah, I used I, to. <laughs> I used to
0: work for a guy. So confused by that. I had a boss named Craig. Well, that's how he, he went by as Craig. His real name is Earl, and <laughs> one time he got a call, uh, like at the, because this is this is at Joseph A Bank, and they were like, "Hey, uh, I'm looking for Earl." I said, Earl, I, look, I go over to one of my other supervisors. I was like, "Hey, do we have an Earl that works here?" He's like, "Yeah, it's Craig." And the way he said it was just like, uh, "Duh, it's Craig." I'm like, "You act like those names have any correlation.
2: Craig has nothing to do with Earl. How would I know that?" I, I don't like it when people are like, if I go by my, I don't have a middle name, but yeah, if I went by my middle name, a completely different name or something, how do you get Craig out of Earl? Is he just, he's like, I don't want to be called Earl. Or Maybe that was maybe
0: just, it's a middle name thing. Maybe that may have been his middle name or maybe he just didn't want to like, cause you know, in a professional
2: world, I don't think you want to maybe be called
0: on the to run. Earl. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think that's what you, that's what you want your name to be when you're like trying to be a CEO or something.
1: <laughs> or maybe he's on the
2: Craig's run. Craig's better um i have a coworker. her name is ayana but like for some reason people can't understand that through the phone so like she'll give out these other names and people will call be like oh i'm calling for sandra or something and i'm like is this you because we don't have anybody here so i'm assuming it's you she's like yeah that's me i'm like stick to one name (laughs) i'm like it's like yeah she needs to stick to one name
1: My sister says she goes by, whenever she orders stuff, and you have to give a name, uh, she goes by, like, it was, like, Stephanie or something, and her name is Tanea, because, like, no one ever (laughs) can either spell it right or say it right, so she just goes by, like, Stephanie.
2: I will go by Alice when I'm ordering stuff on the phone or, like, at Starbucks, because for some reason people hear that instead of Alex i think it's the way i say my exes sometimes and so i'm just they're like alice i'm like yeah so now i'll order stuff like alice because it's easier that's what people hear apparently
1: but for me people hear john all the time They, they, they they apparently don't hear the last two syllables uh in the jonathan they just hear john Wait,
2: at least uh. people have the like decency to ask me if I go by Alex or Alexandra. They just put John on you. That doesn't feel right. <laughs> I'm going to start calling you Jerry, Jerome. I yeah. feel like you need a nickname.
0: Yeah, well, too late. They already I already have a person that calls me Jerry, and he's the only one allowed that allotment.
2: <laughs> Can I call you Mo? Like
1: Jerry Seinfeld. No. his name is Jerome.
2: Ohm? Ohm? Go by your last. Or by the end of your last person. Om? um Um, what did you guys
0: think about uh miguel o'hara like because uh like he's a played by oscar isaac part of this movie yeah oscar isaac which that's the other thing they completely changed his design because he's in the after credits of into the spider verse and he looks like pretty much a normal spider-man and then in this one they were like nah let's make him look jacked look big and strong uh, well,
2: I saw a couple TikToks where they talked about that, about, like, why they changed the design. And they're like, oh, because he went through his canon event and then he fully gave himself to being Spider-Man. So he, like, got bigger because that's, like, all he does now, you know, working out, fighting criminals, f- flinging about.
1: Yeah. I, I liked the character. I think it was a great slow progression into villainy. It, it wasn't too quick. It wasn't like this moment just happened and all of a sudden he's bad now. It was like you saw the seeds kind of being planted and then at the end you have the culmination of that. At the beginning when he first showed up, speaking of these kids in this theater, uh, oh, <laughs> there was one kid in the middle that was like, there were a lot of kids in, in my <laughs> showing for some reason, if, if you couldn't tell already. But yeah. Um, it was one kid that was like oh, Spider Man ninety nine <laughs> or
2: 2099. <for> it <2099. laughs> sounds like they're calling out a price. Spider Man ninety nine. Here twenty one ninety nine. Spider Man here twenty
0: two.
1: And that got the and the kid next to me that got him hyped, and he was like, he oh, heard oh, that, oh, and oh, he oh, was like, he's
0: my favorite Spider Man
1: so <laughs> he's a cool spider-man these kids was hyped. He has a cool costume <laughs> these these kids were hyped for for uh also the fact that it was a, a you know a latino spider-man and yeah and these kids that were that were calling out that were saying that it was his favorite uh these kids were latino so you know that representation is is good
2: representation really does matter it really shows in this yeah. movie uh, I
1: now we just need an Asian Spider Man. You have one, Penny Parker. Was she in this movie? Yeah, she was in the last one, right. like as a major character.
0: <laughs> she's a woman. She the was robot. a major character <laughs> in
2: the last one, but I don't oh, think yeah, I right. saw her. She's at the end of this, this one.
0: movie. Like oh, uh, she's oh, at oh the,
2: when they're teaming up, yeah. Well, she's
0: at she's at that part. But she also shows up in a in a small part when Miles is like arguing with the rest of Spider Man. She shows up too to be like. Miles, like, they're right. You have to kind of let this happen, I'm sorry. She's It's very brief. She's not in it for very long. I'm sure she's gonna do more in the next movie. But I, I think they did that because she was a big character in the first movie. So they're like, we're not gonna give Penny as much time as we're gonna give these other characters this time around. Why not though? Because she's gonna be important in the next movie. It's not like she's not there at all. She's there. She's just gonna not gonna be important until part two.
2: I think it showed other than like when how much the other characters weren't really in the in the front of it cuz it kind of made it feel like they were ashamed to be agreeing with uh M- Miguel. Probably.
0: cuz they probably They're like were. we don't
2: want to admit it but like we're going to hang out in the back so you don't see us but like we're with the crowd man. <laughs> I I do um
0: I like cuz I I don't think he would... like cuz there is a bad guy in this movie um we'll get to him in a bit but um I I don't think like I do like Miguel O'Hara as an antagonist. I wouldn't call him a bad guy. I'd say antagonist only because, like, yes, he is against Miles, but he's not necessarily wrong because the way he explains what it is, like, you see both sides of it, where you see Miles' point of being like, "No, dude, like anything's possible if we put our minds to it." But at the same time, I'm like, "Oh no, Miles, you're talking about forces you don't fully understand." For you, it's as simple as, well, we could just save them. What's the big deal? It's like, if you unrep. but then for Miguel, it's like, I have seen timelines and I've experienced this firsthand. I've literally replaced myself in another universe and tried to be that Spider-Man and then watch that entire universe crumble into bits <laughs> and destroy everything. So don't tell me that it's possible because I'm telling you it's not. I've seen it happen. And so I'm like, that's interesting to have those two sides of it where it's like, you can you can understand where Miguel's coming from. Even if, you know, we're gonna I, I'm assuming in part two we're gonna find out something opposite. But for now, I think they do a great job setting up both sides of the argument and why both people are so strongly feel so strongly about their side of it.
2: That's true. And with this, it also shows like it's that whole would you save the one person or would you save the universe dilemma that Miles has put in? And Miguel already had that. He's like, well, I can save another person by going to this other universe. And then he did that, but then he lost the whole universe in general. So I think that's also an interesting concept when you try when he, he, it's not necessarily that he tried to right his wrong, but he did also just try to take over a whole nother universe. Whereas miles isn't technically going to well he did but he wasn't trying to go to another universe he was just trying to adjust his own timeline Mm -hmm. and i think i i'm sure yeah they're absolutely going to address this in the next one his timeline's already screwed up with him being spider-man so it's like his reality is not the same as the other's reality Yeah, yeah he's so different now and I, I, like I said, I think we're going to see that brought up in the second one about how he's technically not supposed to be Spider-Man. It was a spider from Universe 42 that yeah. popped in, mm-hmm. which leads us into the actual villain. Although I feel the like we didn't get much time. Yeah, spot. Spots.
1: And side note, we technically did have an Asian uh, Spider-Man. Not technically. We did have an Asian Spider-Man in this movie with uh, Pavita. Yeah. South but Asian. East Asian. Yeah. Mm-hmm, um, absolutely. We, 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 we lacked an East Asian. No, we don't. Penny exists. All right? You knuckle take okay. from her. She's literally a main character in the last movie. I know. What, in this movie. Is this the last movie? Right. Are we talking no, about- No, I'm saying this, the, the movie, but, movie. I mean last movie in, comments, in the sense of, What's like, the title the of The previous movie, movie before this. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse? Or Spider Man. I'm just saying, you're acting like Betty do not exist. She does exist. She's been around.
2: <laughs> she, she was just ashamed and hiding with, like, Spider Man New York. And she even has speaking in lines in
0: this movie,
2: all right? It's not like she's not she has there. like a line. She has, like, two
1: lines, but still, <laughs> yeah, she two has two lines. lines. <laughs> okay, at the beginning of this movie, we talked about how Issa Rae. And Jessica wasn't that important to the movie. And now you're trying to say Penny is a crucial character to no, I didn't say she's
0: crucial. You're just acting like there's
1: no Asian spider woman, fighter person. And I'm saying Penny exists. But when we talk when we talk representation, we mean in quantity and quality. We don't she want to got see a the faces whole movie. we want to see them actually. <laughs> but not this one.
2: <laughs> okay. So- so, Spot, uh-huh. <laughs> I'm gonna just move on there. Um, <laughs> what was his deal? I like the Spot. I, I, I like that they that. used that he
0: character at... because he kind of the Spot sucks <laughs> like in the comics.
1: <laughs> and I liked how they started him off with that, like him being a horrible, like g- g- criminal. Um, but Which I don't even think he he's in the comics. I think he's from the
0: cartoons, actually. One of the cartoons is where the spot comes from. And he's mm-hmm. not great. <laughs> he's like a villain of the
1: week. He, he kind of just disappeared towards the end of the movie. Like, he actually towards like midway through the movie, he kind of disappeared.
0: Yeah, and that's why I say like the pacing issues are there. And I know that this is supposed to be a part. That's why it's hard to judge this movie because it's a part one of a two-part story. So because for all we know, in the next movie, the spot could be like a major character and get like so much screen time. And that's why he had little screen time in this movie, because they had to set up Miguel and the Spider Society and all that other stuff. Um, And so they chose to do that in this movie. And in the next movie, we're going to find out more about we're going to get more spot. Um, But I'm just like,
2: I was trying to actually find the article that originally he had a bigger Part to play and at the beginning he apparently takes Spider-Man to the void which is like some bar or something like that
3: hmm.
2: I'll try to find it and then there was an after credit scene or a mid credit scene that was also cut um, which had to do with Spot and him going to destroy this this place, this bar, I, I gotta find it, but so I think there were two scenes that were meant to have um, Spot in it and they took it out, so I feel like we just got What was left, and that's why it's like not fulfilling. I still. And what is his deal? Is why is he glitchy? What's going on with that? Well, it's not that he's glitchy.
0: It's that he can he can go between universes, like at will. He doesn't have to. But the more, or rather, or I see what you mean. Yeah, he gets all scratchy at the end because he's absorbed so much power that now he's become like essentially a singular spot. Like he can go anywhere. He can destroy universes at will. Like that sort of thing. So he's almost, he's basically like he's unstable now. Versus when he, in the beginning, he's stable. He just has a few spots here and there that he can use to go in between universes and stuff like that.
2: So the spots are just little portals to the multiverse on him. Right, yeah. Granted, I, I
0: love his design too, that he looks like, A sketch, like if you look the details in his body, he's like got the construction lines of like this is the circle, this is the lines of his chin, these are the lines to like outline his like shoulder and stuff. Like he looks like the pre-render, like when you're drawing something before you start adding in like the inks and details and everything like that. Which I love everyone's design uh, because Spider-Man 2099 had that too, where he looks like an engineering drawing, where like uh, his face has the construction lines and stuff like that so i'm like that's yeah. really cool so i lo- i love that that's the spot's design because technically he's like untethered to anything now so now he is like kind of like a loose caricature of a person but really he's like oh. you know
2: got it. according to Phil Lord and producer partner Christopher Miller in Spider-Man: Across the Spider-Verse there was a scene that got cut where spot tries to get a drink at a spidey villain bar but fails because no one notices him. Another scene was planned where Spot returns to the bar as a powerful character and defeats all the villains who made fun of him.
0: Oh, so
2: that beginning scene was cut and then that end scene was cut to I show s- his
0: growth of power. I see that why that was cut though cuz it kind of does feel like as far as the story wise, it kind of that would kind of come out of nowhere and it's like they're already trying to do so much. It feel it would feel like a distraction in my mind.
2: I could see them keeping that like maybe as like a beginning scene and then having that part where he goes back to the bar as a beginning scene again and where he's defeated all the villains. Kind of like show the growth of power throughout the movies. But I get what you're saying at the same time because he wasn't as prominent as a player as the other characters. That would have just felt like we're just going to slot this in here to show you. But like we're not going to do anything with it. Which is one of the most frustrating things when it comes to movies, where you're like, you showed me the scene, you made it a thing, and then you just, you walked away from it. Why, (laughs) man? Why'd you do that to me?
0: Um, But I I love, I think Jason Schwartzman is great, though. Because he does a great, like, he does a great job playing, because he's, you know, he's a comedic actor, so he gets the comedy across very well uh, when he's playing the spot, when he's like a loser, (laughs) But when the spot starts getting powerful, Jason Schwartzman. I remember watching Scott Pilgrim and being like, "Man, this guy kind of is scary <laughs> when he wants to be." And so it's cool to see Jason Schwartzman play a villain again, and he he's creepy when the spot gets like all powerful and like and everything like that. Like he's kind of scary, and I'm like, "This is
1: yeah, I know, kind of terrifying." Actually, it's a good dichotomy It's it's a good dichotomy because it starts pretty comedic and then it goes into. Terror. Mm -hmm.
2: I do like how when you mentioned earlier about I meant to say this about his crude drawings because everybody is so much more detailed than things. That's kind of like in a way it's scary itself because that's like the basis of them. That they're just scribbles Mm too. And he's kind of a reminder of that. Like, even though I know everybody in that world is like real, but like, yeah, it's that basis of like. This is you, your blank paper with, you know, pen marks and that's it. And he's like a good reminder of that. Like every pen mark was a new multiverse was something else because they were still designing him. And when he gets to that end, it's still that scribble, the chaos of like, you're not a full person yet, but you are definitely something that's like havoc and chaos that's on a page that we all can see. And I th- that it's really cool how they like amped up his design to again still fit into that whole it's a drawing style but it's that like chaotic drawing style you do at like two in the morning when you can't sleep and you're like i think i have an idea and then it's like i don't know what this was when you wake up the next day
1: Mm -hmm. yeah i love the sketchy look at the end yeah yeah um and speaking of and uh and then we could like I guess last thing. And then we well,
0: there's, there's one the more thing I wanted to hit, lines. but we'll, we'll like, go ahead and say what your thing first.
1: Okay. You do that.
0: Huh? Oh, well I was going to say, I was, I was like, we can't end this review without talking about the Easter eggs or at least some of our favorite ones in this movie. Oh, well
1: that, that was basically what I was going to mention. <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say the same thing. Like, um, cause we have the different uh, universes uh, we have, you know, there's just small Lego cameo.
0: and stuff. There's yeah, different universes. Mm-hmm. The Lego the, the thing. Ch- we
1: got Childish Gambino. Yeah,
0: like Donald. Which that's gr- That's a great can't like Easter egg because anybody who's seen Spider-Man: Homecoming, that's like a, almost like a payoff for them because he plays Aaron Davis in that movie. He's the Prowler, and so and then uh, everybody's got super excited when that movie came out, and he was like. Uh, he said that line to Spider-Man where he's like, Yeah, I got a nephew around here. And, uh, I don't want this, this neighborhood to be dangerous if those weapons are gonna, like, cause problems. So a lot of people are like, Oh, shoot! Miles Morales is in the MCU! He's gonna be Spider-Man! Which I'm sure that'll never happen. Cause Sony has these successful movies with Miles Morales. They're never gonna let that happen. <laughs> but <coughs> this was like a cool payoff of that where he's, you see Donald Glover in the Prowler costume, like, full Prowler costume. In this movie, live action. It's like, that's kind of cool that they paid it off. Even though we'll probably never see that in the MCU ever. (laughs) So, Although there's a lot of live action in this. Because Andrew Garfield shows Mm -hmm. up, too. And Tobey Maguire shows up. Or there's a scene from Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man movies. I'm like, there's a lot of live action in this, actually.
2: Yeah, I was surprised by that.
1: Even when Miguel... And the lady... It it felt a little... Uh, it, f- at some points when we were going into these different universes, it felt a little bit everything, everywhere, all at once.
0: Very, uh, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: uh,
0: even when Miguel pulls up, he's like, here's the multiverse and the multiverse he pulls up is the multiverse tree from MCU. So arguably the spider verse, like this spider verse universe is in there somewhere. <laughs> like when you go, to- I mean.
2: Yeah, because it's a multiverse. Yeah, there's got to be one where they
0: like look like us. So that's kind of cool. Um, they have the spectacular Spider-Man cartoon pop up, like that animated one where it's like all 3D animated. That spectacular Spider-Man. Uh, I love that cartoon. It's a, it's one of the best Spider-Man cartoons in a long time. Uh, Insomniac video game Spider-Man shows up. From Spider-Man
1: PS4. So I was like, that's cool. <laughs> See, I know me and Alex didn't catch
0: another uh-uh. But <laughs> there's
1: I
2: listen, but the whole enjoyed time, it my eyes was
1: glued to the screen, like
0: looking for all of them. <laughs> all the different Spider-Man. I was people. just
2: trying to figure out which Spider-Man I'm supposed to be paying attention to. <laughs> right. Uh, but the Try funny control my brain.
0: Funny thing about the Lego one though, the cool cool fun fact about that, so the origin of that section is that uh, the first Um, Spider-Verse trailer came out like way back. And like the the early teaser where it was just Miles being chased by all the spider people. And then it was like, coming soon, Spider-Verse. A kid who's like probably, I don't know, like 12 or something around that age, made a Lego animated version of that trailer. And it was really good. It was like, like, uh, it was really spot on. They saw that. Um, like the producers, and they hired that kid to make the Lego universe for this uh, for the movie. So he actually did that, <laughs> like did that um, because That's he did really that trailer. Cool. And I was like, "That's I really know, cool." It's this awesome. a black kid. He like loved it. He had a great time, and he posted on his Twitter and because uh, he was super excited. He's like, "Dude, they let me do a thing in the movie, <laughs> like make a Lego uh, version of the movie."
2: That's why I had like some when I hear because I've heard a little bit uh, like some stories about when they do that, that gives me more hope for the movie because I'm like, clearly you're seeing like, hey, this is good work. It may be by, you know, some quote-unquote nobody, but like, it's such good work. We need to do this. And it's like, yes! You literally are getting the best. That's fantastic. And like, the, who doesn't love Legos? <laughs> I
1: love Legos. Great. Like, just because they don't have a famous parent are born into nepotism doesn't mean they're any less talented.
2: <laughs> right,
0: I thought that was a really cool story. So they should be given a chance, to I was meet. like, that's really cool. Um, no,
2: that's great. I love and that kid's got something on his resume well, so early. <laughs> I also love
0: right? Gwen's universe real quick because I, I, uh, my uh, Ari was really jazzed uh, or really loving the look of Gwen's universe when we see it, and I was like, it's really cool because that's how the comic looks. Too because I remember when the comics came out, like the watercolors, the yeah, it so. was a very watercolory style and a lot of uh, it uses negative space really well. Because her hood being white and her mask being white, there were a lot of times in the comic they would do a stylized thing where there would be no lines differentiating where the hood stops and the mask begins, so it would just be this blank white space and it would be really neat and interesting. But what would break it up was the black space in her hood with the web pattern in it. And so I was like, that's really cool that they they added that style into, it. even when her and her dad are having that heart to heart and then behind them is just the changing backgrounds to match their emotions. I was like, that's really cool. So I, I really loved the, all of Gwen's stuff was great. I, I really loved her stuff with her dad, especially when her dad is like, I quit my job. Like, wait, you're not captain anymore? And I'm like, is that all it takes to not die? So you're telling me if Miles just goes back to his universe and tells his dad to quit his job, he'll live, cause he's not gonna be the police Wait, captain I
2: anymore. Canon <laughs> event was uh, her Peter dying.
0: No, like spider people have multiple. Cause that's what Miles was saying. He's like, what about Uncle Ben? It's like, yeah, Uncle Ben died. Then Captain Stacy died. Then Gwen Stacy died. Like it. it's constant trauma. For the, pe- for the spider people. That's why when Gwen Stacy's like, in every universe, Gwen Stacy falls for Spider-Man and in every other universe, it doesn't work out well. I'm like, yeah, cause you die. <laughs> cause you're supposed to. Gwen Stacy is Somebody's always dying. to Someway, die. dying some way, somehow. The only reason Spider-Gwen exists is cause they did a, a cool variant cover of what if Gwen Stacy was a Spider-Man and had a spider costume and people loved it so much, they turned it into a comic book. That's the only reason Spider-Gwen exists. So it's like, technically you're supposed to be dead too.
1: <laughs> but you know, you get to live another day, whatever. <laughs> Jerome tells Gwen Stacy, shut up. You lucky you on borrowed time.
2: Damn. So anyways, <laughs> Jerome, so anyways,
1: uh, final, final thoughts. <laughs> Uh, Jerome, uh, I, I when you're not
0: cussing out Gwen. No, Stacy I I love Spider Gwen. I think she's cool. They did. She definitely gets <laughs> a lot more to do in these movies than she did in the comics. Um, but um, yeah, Spider uh, Gwen Stacy's. Oh, not Gwen Stacy. Spider Verse is cool. I love this movie a lot. <laughs> Gwen Stacy Spider Verse, uh, like, a, I mean, it basically is for 15 minutes of this movie when it starts. <laughs> it is Gwen Stacy Spider Verse. That's true. Um, but uh, like, it, yeah, uh, we didn't get to talk about Gwen as much. Um, uh, but Gwen's awesome in this movie. I love her story. I love her kind of having the side story in this in this story i think it fits thematically with what the what's going on in the in the storytelling um but miles's story is great in this movie i love uh his relationship with his mom i'm glad we get to focus on that because we focused on his dad in the first movie so this movie we get to focus on him and his mom in this movie and i think that's great um and then uh just all the different easter eggs all the different spider people. Like, all of the storylines, how they all are very cohesive and tie together very well. All the different animation styles blend very well. Um, they're just, it's just, this movie is a masterclass in how to do an animated movie with so many different styles and make them all still work and feel cohesive. And how to do uh, amazing editing for an animated film, too. The editing for this film is top-notch. It's very solid. There is the pacing issue, but for the most part, how scenes are put together, like even when they do the comic book panels and everything like that, it all blends really well and it doesn't feel like anything's out of place or feels awkward awkwardly introduced they use the screen very well i watched this at the pacific science center imax and when stuff happens at the corner of the screen i have to like literally turn my head to look over because it's all the way down to the bottom <laughs> uh, but i think that's cool I, I like a movie that utilizes the entirety of the screen and everything isn't just dead center that's a neat idea um And they utilize it very well. So, all in all, I would give this movie a a tentative A. And I say tentative because we don't know what part two is like. So, if part two is really good, that will bump this movie up for me to A-plus status. (laughs) And that movie will probably also get A plus status if it's really good, but we'll see. If not, this will just stay at an A. But for now, because it's only the first part of, and I know we gave Fast X a hard grade, even though it's also a part one. Fast X deserved it, and you don't, you know damn well it did. It's true, but I'm just saying, you know, it's all fair. It's fair. I am giving this a tentative A um for now i like i'm sure like i'm sure even if it does drop it's only gonna drop to an a minus because i still feel like this movie was great um and i can't wait to see the next one so if you haven't seen it already which at this point you just heard a spoil so much of the movie <laughs>
1: if you've made it this far people like that some, right some people but like yeah it.
0: like that's true but you know if you haven't seen it already go see it Uh, Or if you have seen it, bring a friend. Like take a friend who hasn't seen it and take them to go see it. Support this movie so that it can finally get nominated for the Oscar. I think. I think that. Actually, I think the first one won the Oscar. Oscar? Mm -hmm. Okay. Good. Okay. Well, well, let this one also get nominated and also win the Oscar. (laughs) So Disney and all the other animation studios could start taking some notes. DreamWorks already did because Puss in Boots has a similar style. It has that painterly style and the same
1: frame rate. Undone was great too. Oh, that's why. That's why everybody loved it so much. Puss yeah, Boots. It, I was like, why is everybody loving Puss and Boots so much? But if they took notes from Spider Verse, They did then, I mean Puss? It's Puss and Boots, but like it, it just popped off so so big. of nowhere. Had, maybe that can be one of it's our. On it's on Peacock
2: movies. now. Puss and Boots, uh, three three wishes, or the last the, the wish last wish. Yeah, is on Peacock now. Yeah, just the animation style
0: they went with for that movie is similar to Spider Verse. They'll do a bunch of different animation styles and mix them together, but it is, it's is—it's one animation style, but it is the similar thing of like the drawn on characters with the speed lines and like uh, more painter look, like that sort of thing. So it's like DreamWorks like picked up on it. They're like, oh shoot, this is working. We could do this. All right, we're doing it. <laughs>
1: Y'all need to p- take some notes. Well, but the thing the thing is we love it now, but once everybody starts copying it, will we still love it in Well, listen, I don't think anyone time? will do
0: it better than this. I think Spider-Verse is like, because they're doing comic book, they're doing a bunch of different styles mixed together. I think everyone's going to do what Puss in Boots did where it's like one style. We're doing one thing. <laughs> We're not going to go yeah. this crazy with it. Um, so I think Spider-Verse will still stand on its own. But I'm just saying, you know, p- take some ideas from this, I think to like
1: change up your animation. Speaking of, there's another Shrek movie. Uh, why? They announced no. Shrek is coming back. Let
0: Shrek die. Do the Puss in Boots movies. Do Pinocchio or something. I don't know. There's other characters in the Shrek universe you could do movies of. Do not do more Shrek. I'm sorry.
2: Leave it alone. You don't
1: want to see Mike Myers and- uh, No. NLV you don't know why? Cameron Cause D Shrek 4, 4 was back.
2: trash.
1: <laughs> well, nobody remembers Shrek 4, but- Yeah, I was like, like, which when we, one was when Shrek,
2: when Shrek 4? it's
1: a ripple stilt skin but you could you could have a resurgence like nobody remembers this random like one some of the like if you think about it and i'm just using this as an example not trying to shade the halloween movies but like there are some halloween movies that go by the wayside but then when it came back halloween 2018 that came back bigger and better than ever so that could happen with shrek
0: i have faith in it But, you know, I don't know. The trailer might be great. They just have to call
1: it Shrek or The Shrek. The Shrek. They can't call it Shrek (laughs) 5.
0: The Shrek. Shrek. (laughs) Ogre ogre tales.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Jonathan, what's your final grade for this movie? Anyway. (laughs) Um, So many tangents. Uh, I I will give this movie um, an A as well. Uh, I... Really, int- I'm giving my experience a C minus, <laughs> but I'm giving the movie an A. That's right. I was so engaged. I was even more engaged with this than the first one. I think the circumstances I watched the first one in, uh, I, was, I was working and I was tired. So I didn't, I wasn't in that right headspace. This movie I watched on a full night's sleep. So I was like I was ready to watch it and I was engaged and I was fully invested. Um, I loved the total arc of the movie. I felt like it took us on a good journey. Um, the time was a little bit long for me um, but it wasn't too it wasn't too terribly long, but if I had to change anything, I would maybe cut like 20 minutes of this movie. Um, Like I said at the beginning, the action sequences were hitting for me. Uh, I loved all of the different, uh, all of the different spider people uh, that showed up in the movie. Um, And yeah, it just took, it just like, It was a good journey that I felt like I I went on during this movie. Um, The different animation styles, uh, how it would like seamlessly change um, from one to another. I really appreciated that. And also a lot of the I appreciated like um, a lot of the cultural elements as well. Uh, I felt like we got uh, a good gist of many different cultures um, in a way that was like just natural to the story like these these are who we're getting and these are these are the people that we're getting and these are their cultures uh so yeah i really i really enjoyed many aspects of this film nice and i don't have too many negatives about it except the timing
2: <laughs> yeah the movie was a bit long
1: yeah yeah alex
2: um well i don't have much negative to say about the movie but it's more like the personal circumstances for me um i really enjoyed the movie i keep saying it's now set a new standard for how animation is going to be presented especially when you're doing multiple designs in one movie uh the animators definitely need to get paid more need to be treated better you know same with the writers people need to be paid and treated as, a, as, you know, human beings and paid living. Uh, but And I really love the story. I thought the movie was a little too long. But it was still a good story. I wish they maybe gave Spot a little more screen time or explained him. Especially if they're going to try to bring him back in the second one. And if they're going to make him an actual villain in the second one. Um, I really like the progression of Miguel and his, like... It's not even he was being evil, but he was being that what is it that lawful good?
1: Yeah, where definitely. it's like
2: it's too far off to the it's that side where you're or like,
1: y- like lawful evil.
2: Well, no, lawful
1: he, good he, is, no, like, he, or not, not not lawful good. You're thinking more lawful good is like you're good and you follow the law. No, he
0: was like following you're the thinking, laws. You're of thinking his chaotic, good. Mm, chaotic good.
2: He wasn't chaotic though. Yeah.
0: Well good like yeah, in the sense that he's like he's like I am dedicated to good to the point where I don't care if I have to kill some people to do it. <laughs> like I or I don't care how many people I okay, have to kill uh, yeah. to do it. I will I will right. as long as it's for the greater good, then the odds ah, justify the means for me.
2: <laughs> What's it's lawful good, chaotic good and Lawful
0: good is you are so dedicated to the law that you are like there's un- like
2: good. a third one.
0: Neutral good. That's just a no regular neutral. person.
2: I feel like, like even good lawful first. goods that like Well chaotic is this, as long as it's doing good, but like Lawful Good is like he's following it. He's following his own laws, but like it's a law that like canon events happen, and, like it doesn't matter, nothing changes this is what is I supposed guess, to happen. I guess
0: yeah, I guess that like that could it, also be it's, lawful good. It's in good. that Just spectrum lawful of, of Lawful Good is the like you are so stringently dedicated to your the rules that you live by that like anything breaking that is like no. This is, these are yeah, the like rules. Peacemaker.
1: Like, or. Yeah, it's lo- It's lawful good, neutral good, chaotic good. Lawful neutral, true neutral, chaotic neutral. Lawful evil, neutral evil, chaotic right. evil. Right.
2: Yeah. yeah. So I think he's like more lawful good, kind of like how they presented Peacemaker and Suicide Squad, uh, where it's like, no matter what, I'm doing my job. And that's supposed to be for the greater good. And so well, like, that's, so,
0: that's more chaotic good. That's what chaotic good would be. Lawful good is right, like, so. lawful good is basically he's not
2: chaotic. He has things planned. It's like proper and straight. And like, you can see how it elevates to where he gets to the end of the story.
0: No, but what I mean is chaotic good is where like, you're willing to make sacrifices as long as it's for the greater good. Even if on paper, that probably is a, is a messed up way to do it. But it's like, no, but this is for the greater good though. This is for the good of other people. Even if it means like bad things have to happen to others. Lawful good would be more like it's black and white. Like there is only good and there is bad. There is no like gray area of like, well, Well, if we do this. There was
2: no gray area with him. He was like, this has to happen this way. That's it.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I don't
1: know. So, Well, audience comment below. What do you think?
2: (laughs) <laughs> Was the, he lawful the, good or chaotic
1: good? The ex, the examples the uh, from this website the superhero examples that they have for the, these people lawful good Superman lawful new or sorry neutral what is it? neutral yeah. good, neutral good Star Trek's Captain Kirk hey. chaotic good Robin Hood uh, lawful. N- I'm not getting...
2: It's fine. We, uh, I get that. But right. I mean, yeah. that's... A, I, anyway. yeah,
1: I mean, that makes sense because it's like, yeah, lawful good is like
0: Superman's like, there is, the, there is the justice system and that's what we will follow. That is how we will do it versus Robin Hood's who like, screw the justice system. Poor people are starving. I'm stealing from the rich, giving to the poor. Well, won't the rich be starving? Fuck them. I'm, <laughs> I'm stealing from the rich and giving to the poor.
2: Eat the rich. Um... <laughs> But that's what was, and you can see that, and it's a very, well, even with the pacing everything, his character is a good, like, elevation. His was steady. Um, the only problems I had with this film was, like, for personal re- reasons, I had mentioned with my ADHD, the constant introductions of different Spider-Men kind of mess with me and some me to, like, not a panic, but a little anxiety where I'm like, all right, I have to remember who's important, which character is which which actors playing which character so it's like it was like a lot of information thrown at me at that time and then also this has more to do with um i have photosensitivity which can trigger migraines Mm -hmm. and there was a lot of flashing and shifting and just bright light which ironically i absolutely love the color usage in this film it was always bright and beautiful and it was so well done and it never seemed off or like and all the colors definitely represented each spider-man so well too but it's the way they flash through some things or they change scenes it Easy. did mess with me and thankfully i already have like a routine that helps me from triggering migraines when watching movies but that was still something uh if you have photosensitivity, sensitivity you need to watch out for in this film uh it's nothing like the incredibles they don't need to put out a warning but like definitely the the changing and the white flashes like really can mess with you. So with that, I kind of have to give this movie a B because it caused me to have to be on guard (laughs) to watch it, which kind of killed my experience with it. But it's still such a good story. I felt like it was a little long. Animation's amazing. All the characters were really well placed. I really loved how we got to have uh, more Latin miles. I thought that was really... It was really nice. Like we say, representation really does matter because I was like, hey, it's cool to have two cultures, you know, be presented when it's just one character, when you're a mixed race character. I was like, that's really beautiful to be seen because neither one was discrediting the other. Mm. Never at one point where she's like, hey, you got to remember Spanish. She's like, I'm black. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, no, that was never something that was important. He's just like, I have more important things to do, which at the time it was the mom didn't know of course so again (laughs) representation always important and it's done beautifully and respectfully in this movie which i really do appreciate um and i'm excited to see the the second movie and see how they're gonna talk more about the multi-universe because i again big fan of multi-universes time travel and all that sci-fi stuff if it's about the multi-universe i'm automatically probably gonna love the movie that's a lie time loop the movie on HBO Max. It's shit. But this movie was not. I recommend people go see it.
0: I especially, I just thought about this too. Who knows what's going to tie into the second movie? Because literally in this movie, they we find out that the spot is the guy who got the bagel thrown at him in the first movie. A character I'm sure nobody thought was going to come back at all. <laughs>
2: I don't even remember what you're talking about. He when he yeah. in, in the movie, when he's explaining his backstory,
0: he's like, You created me, you threw a bagel at no, me. No, no, no.
2: I,
1: I know I don't remember the bagel.
2: Yeah, bag. no,
0: I don't remember in the bagel the first, part. That's what I'm saying. He's so inconsequential because in the first movie it's when they're it's when they're running out of the um the science lab when they're being chased by Doc Ock, played by Katherine Hahn. There's a scene like they uh, there's a whole joke where Spider-Man's like we're gonna go in there we're gonna steal a bagel and then we're gonna get out of here so they take a bagel and as they're running away Miles throws a bagel and it hits this random scientist way in the back <laughs> that is like if you're not paying if you're not really paying attention which you wouldn't be you can see just a small indentation when it hits him that says bagel like when he hits, gets hit with the bagel. It's like like so small, it's such a small thing and yet that's become a big thing in this movie.
2: I feel like if you go back to watch the the first one, you'll see so many like uh, foreshadowings and like clues and stuff because I've seen a couple other things pop up about how they had actually 42 put on the spider on the spider that's coming down and biting um, Mm -hmm. Miles. So I was like, they hit a lot of stuff in the first one to set up the second one. And it makes me want to go back and watch it, be like, all right, I have this knowledge. Now I want to see what you were hiding from me.
0: It's, uh, I'm sure there's going to be like one of the small details that someone pointed to me in this one is that scene when they're in the office together, like uh, talking to the guidance counselor, and his mom snaps at him. It's like, it's a Puerto Rican flag because they're Puerto Rican. So the snap is accentuated with the Puerto Rican flag, like uh, symbol. I'm like, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's something that you wouldn't catch otherwise, but it's it's really cute and interesting. And I'm like it's why I'm saying I'm like I watch these movie I'm going to watch this movie multiple times to catch all the little stuff that you just don't see cuz it's fun and I love the movie so much that I'm like this is great.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think it's a great movie even with the issues I had. Like I said, they definitely were just like me issues and i have to do stuff you know to watch movies cuz i suffer from migraines and photosensitivity but this movie just it it was so good and i was so happy to watch it cuz i cannot stop talking about the animation style and how well they seamlessly threw it all they threw it together it really is beautifully done and just setting a new standard and i hope they get the same animators back and they treat them right and they pay them properly so we can have this magic again in the next one.
0: Yeah, they're talking about possibly doing a Spider Gwen movie, just her own movie. Um, after these if are they over. They keep
2: her with the watercolors. That'd be really cool.
0: So if like I imagine they turn the try like they should pay the animators to get them back to do that. Because these two movies are done.
1: But, well you know. now well now nobody getting paid. I mean it's right true. The writer's right strike right. has kept everything.
0: This... Like they're they're like Hollywood's cooling right now but let me tell you when 2024 hits they're gonna start feeling it of like so what shows we got on the docket what do you mean what shows we didn't write anything we haven't made anything (laughs) nothing's finished
2: i had they're gonna try to go forward with recording deadpool but they're like you can't ad-lib when you're doing like a movie that has no writers to adjust things so they're like oh ryan reynolds you'll just have to be on script and it's like do you not know that man's acting style seen any of his movies i don't think he looks at a script
1: and with with even with like the writers are on like on set constantly Mm -hmm. like adjusting and everything well also
0: think about this way too writer directors aren't working either james gunn who's supposed to be writing that superman movie i mean there's a script done but he can't make adjustments if he wants to Cause he's also part of the WGA, so he just has to direct the movie as is. And it's like, and there's plenty of writer directors that are probably like, I mean, I'd love to write on my movie, but I'm support, I'm with the WGA, and so,
2: yeah, I can't write nothing else. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, James Gunn has like a whole other bag of issues to deal with. <laughs> so I, I think writing the scripts are really the least of his problems with what's been going on lately. Over there, Warner Brothers DC area, (laughs) he's got a whole boatload of things to fix before they should even try to consider filming right now.
0: But it's just there's a lot of there's a lot of projects that are on hold and probably will be on hold for a long time. So mm foreseeable
1: future. Well, with that, that is our review of Spider Man. Spider Spider Man. Across the Spider-Verse. Uh, across the Spider-Verse, that's right. Uh, different see? movie. <laughs> <So>.
0: <laughs> across the Spider-Verse. Into the Spider-Verse, different movie. <laughs> Comment below, <laughs> tell us what you thought about Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Did you love it? Did you hate it? Are, are you excited for the next one? Do you have any wishes of what character you want to see more of? Do you want to see Penny Parker more? I know Jonathan does. <laughs>
2: Don't get mad at him because he right. wants that representation. Her.
0: Right, <laughs> she is. She's already on the cast list for Beyond mm-hmm. the Spider Verse, like up on the main front page. So, <laughs> I'm sure she's going to be a very important should. character in the next movie. Her and Indian Spider Man both are going to hang out. Probably have a lot to talk about.
1: As <laughs> as he should as well. Who he also he's in. Uh, he plays the guy. Yeah, he's Dom in Deadpool.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: Yeah,
1: so yeah, comment below. Tell us what you think. Uh, But other than that, socials, Jonathan, go. (laughs) Yes, you can follow me at Jonathan Keys on Twitter, Instagram, wherever you please. You can also follow us at The First Ones to Die on all your favorite social media platforms. We'd love to hear from you there. Go ahead and follow us there. Uh, If you're watching this on YouTube, go ahead and like, subscribe, give us a comment as well. What were your thoughts on Across the Spider-Verse? And if you're listening to us on your favorite podcast platform, go ahead and give us five stars and a rating. We would really appreciate that. It would mean a lot to us if you would rate and review us. Alex, where can people find
2: You can find me at Alex and Nobody on Instagram and on TikTok. You can find me also on the podcast TikTok, uh, The First Ones to Die, where I post little clips of the episodes, as well as what we may be watching in the future, and my own little commentary of movies and things I just randomly do when I'm bored. Um, But also check out the social media on Monday, or when this comes out, or even Tuesday, I will post pictures of... The Pride event, which I'm again very excited to be walking and able to represent the queer community as I am one of them. <laughs> but I'm super excited to just do the parade again. It was so much it was so fun last time and just I can't wait to do it again. Jerome, where are we finding you? Well,
0: mm-hmm. you can find me at not JeromeRhett on Instagram. And uh, you can also uh, follow us on the YouTube channel for extra content you can't get on all the podcast platforms stuff like gaming content book reviews mini reviews blogs gaming videos all types of stuff so uh if you are watching us on youtube great make sure you subscribe but also be on the lookout for any of that extra content stuff because uh you know you never know when we're dropping it and the only way to stay updated is to follow us on our social medias as well to know when we're dropping new stuff um to the youtube channel exclusively so you're
1: looking for that nice Next week, Black Mirror Season That's 6 is right. currently out right now. So go ahead and watch it so you can uh, be caught up while we discuss our thoughts. And yeah.
2: It's, it's only six time. episodes, right?
1: First, yes. Is it five, five? I think five it's or six. six.
2: Okay. But this is really cool because it's almost like a throwback to when we did Black Mirror mirror for our first episode ever
0: yep back when we were still behind the usher station right. back
2: on a day that and i was sick. using one mic yeah and back on a day that i was sick and i was sitting in between both or like sitting in between both of you i think too i have video footage of that oh. Sharing one real quick mic.
0: sorry i just thought about this because look at the imdb page real quick what do you guys like who are you guys shipping miles morales and gwen or miles morales and spider bite I didn't get a romantic
1: thing from Spider
0: Bite. Yeah,
2: me neither.
0: Well, they look at each other like as like once he gets to Spider Society, he can't stop staring at Spider Bite the whole movie. <laughs> That's why I, I'm sure there's so, and she's black, you know, so that that helps. <laughs> like I'm sure his parents will approve more because the second they saw Gwen, they were just like, "What do he want with that white girl anyway? What uh, what's, what's going on over there?" <laughs> She ain't got no melanin. <laughs> you know I how think it goes. Right Listen, now, you they are, have a
2: bigger things handle.
0: When you are a parent. Like, like parents of All color right. do not just be automatically accepting the white person in the
1: They gotta check you out first. They gotta make sure you cool first. They gotta know you down with the culture first. Well, well, I think right now Spider Man's in a little bit. Of, of <laughs> predicament. So he's not I mean, That's all, that, the last thing on his no, mind No that's not the last thing of his mind yeah, But his mama as
0: far as she knows That's the last thing he did well, was go hang
1: out with this girl who, Whoever <laughs> Whoever saves him first That's who he'll fall in love with Whoever saves him first so you you think there's gonna be a fight for love in the next Uh movie? I don't think there'll be a fight for love. I'm just curious
0: who who, who he's gonna end up with. I'm sure it'll be I Gwen, because in the comics, he, him and Gwen have had a
1: thing for. That, a little that bit. should be the, I that's that that's my suggestion for for uh, Sony, for the for the um, the subtitle. Sp- instead of Spider-Man Beyond uh, the the Spider-Verse, it should be Spider-Man.
0: Love in the Spider-Verse by, uh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think I think there's too much history with Gwen and the way he looks at her when he she be- betrays him. Kind of, um, it's mm-hmm. just too much. They don't really re- her, 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 him and Spider Bite don't even talk as much. Not yet. Yeah. they just like well, we'll, we'll have more time in the next
0: movie. <laughs> you, you. Just, so it sounds like you're shipping them. <laughs> just sounds like
2: yeah.
0: I'm into the drama. I'm into the yeah. pathos. <laughs>
1: First you, first you dog Gwen Stacy for wanting her dad to live. I don't want, you, want her dad
2: to then live. You, then you don't. Want her. Like everybody, every dad you needs don't. to die.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now you don't want her to get love. All right, I
2: see, I see you. Now you're just shipping. <laughs> She'll be all right. She got Hobie. Looks at. She's she already goes. stealing his shoes. Staying in his place with a toothbrush and everything. <laughs> I would like Gwen and Hobie to hook up, <laughs> or like be together, and hey, they're too badass. <laughs> but, and All right, well that's yeah. our show. Until next time. <laughs> Bye.
1: Bye. See y'all next week. I'm gonna go turn on my air conditioner.
2: Bye. <American laughs> <Easter>. Bye. <laughs>